5W233DB Norwich. News this hour from townhall.com. I'm Rich Thomason. With the all-important midterm elections fast approaching, President Biden spoke last evening at Washington's Union Station, hoping to convince voters that it's Trump Republicans who will be on the ballot next week. And while accusing Mr. Trump of rejecting the outcome of the 2020 election... He refuses to accept the will of the people. Absent was any mention of the Democrat candidates who, down through the years, have blamed their losses on supposedly rigged elections. Correspondent Bernie Bennett with reaction from the GOP side of the aisle. House Republican leader Kevin McCarthy had this reaction on Twitter. Quote, President Biden is trying to divide and deflect at a time when America needs to unite because he can't talk about his policies that have driven up the cost of living. The American people aren't buying it. As evidenced by the polls, which continue to point to a growing red wave in next week's balloting, on election website forecasting that Republicans will regain control of the Senate as well as the House. The nonpartisan election handicapper 538 now predicts Republicans will win enough seats to retake the Senate. It's the first time the site's primary Senate forecast model favors Republicans since July. Democrats had gained a bump in momentum over the issue of abortion after the high court struck down Roe versus Wade in June. Since then, voter concerns have shifted heavily toward Biden administration and Democrat policies they blame for high inflation, a border crisis, and surgeon crime. Bob Agner reporting. Stocks hit the skids on Wall Street yesterday following the Federal Reserve's latest interest rate hike and expectations it will be not it will not be the last increase. The Fed raising its key short-term interest rate by 75 basis points, a steep increase the fourth this year, aimed at reining in surging inflation. The sell-off continues this morning on Wall Street. The Dow down 400 points, the Nasdaq off 196, and the S&P is trading 59 points lower. More on these stories at townhall.com. Charlie Dombeck here from Key City Capital. As a practicing CPA for nearly 30 years, I have found that 80% of your ability to grow your wealth is dependent upon two factors, taxes and investment performance. At Key City Capital, we improve investment performance by diversifying capital into off-market investment opportunities in passive rental real estate and alternatives like asset-backed lending. We recover dollars that clients unnecessarily pay in the form of income taxes, creating a lifetime annuity of savings. We are a sponsor of passive, affordable single and multifamily residential rental investments, which are located in Sunbelt landlord-friendly states. These investments are the top choices in a rising interest rate and inflationary environment. They represent a store of value protecting your capital from market volatility. Learn how we at Key City Capital can help you ultimately grow your wealth rapidly. Connect with me at keycitycapital.com or give me a call at 817-912-1569. At least a half dozen ships carrying grain from Ukraine have left Black Sea ports a day after Russia rejoined a scheme to allow such exports. The BBC's Catherine Biarhenga is in Kiev. This is the news that the United Nations, other countries have been calling for, for this important grain deal to go ahead. The Ukrainian officials said they expect eight ships loaded with food from weed, corn, soya beans to leave Ukraine today and to travel on to different parts of the world. So this is a welcome step. Russia had pulled out of the agreement over the weekend, saying that a special corridor that had been set up for the transfer of the grain had been used by Ukraine to attack its Navy forces. 
Israeli forces killed a Palestinian in the West Bank today while a Palestinian was shot dead after stabbing a police officer in East Jerusalem. The violence flaring as Israel tallies the final votes in national elections. Townhall.com. Everybody, a little the cooler out there this morning than yesterday, so grab a jacket as you're heading out the door. Sunny today, highs in the mid-60s. Tonight, partly cloudy, cool, seasonably so, 45 for the overnight low. Tomorrow, mostly sunny, temperatures in the upper 60s, if not 70 degrees in inland Connecticut. Saturday, partly to mostly sunny, unseasonably mild, near record warmth. We're talking about highs of 75 inland, 70 at the shoreline. And then Sunday, partly to mostly cloudy, continued mild, slight chance for a shower. Right around or after sunset, temperatures will be in the low 70s. Don't forget to fall back your clocks in the early morning forecast center at Channel 3. I'm meteorologist Scott Haney, wishing you all a great, safe, and healthy Thursday. 50 in Norwich and New London. Good morning. I'm Marty Hausberger. The Southeastern Connecticut Council of Governments held a public meeting yesterday on ways to make Route 32 in New London around the Coast Guard Academy and Connecticut College safer. Well, the idea is to return it back to Mohegan Avenue Parkway with a landscaped median and less of a freeway, which it is now. A study and report on what should ultimately be done won't be completed until March. Connecticut drivers definitely feeling the pain at the pump these days thanks to a major spike in gas prices. According to AAA, the average cost for a gallon of regular fuel is now three seventy-one. That's a $0.23 cent increase from just a week ago, $0.43 cents more than this time a month ago. The national average for gas this morning is three seventy-five. It's three eighty in Rhode Island. And Rhode Island-based CVS has agreed to a $5 billion settlement over accusations it mishandled the distribution of opioid painkillers. It's a tentative deal to settle lawsuits with both state and local governments, under which CVS will not have to admit any wrongdoing. The overall settlement, pending approval by state and municipal governments, also involves Walgreens and Walmart, with a reported total price tag nearly $12 billion. Sunny and 66 today. It's 50 in Norwich at 10.06. Next news at 11. I'm Marty Hausberger, WICH. And now, Stu Breyer. Well, if you didn't give me a good introduction, I was going to take away everybody's Social Security. (laughs) You sound just like the Republicans. Just like it. Who? (laughs) Aren't they saying we're going to take away your Social Security? Because the Democrats are saying that they're saying that. Oh, yes, that's true. (laughs) We might as well equal time, right? Yeah, yeah. Well. We're going to take away your social I, I saw that uh, last night, and I said, oh, these poor uh, seniors were shaking their heads. I've them. noticed that lately. They've been doing that, and it's, it comes up every year. It's kind of a last-ditch effort. hasn't happened yet, but they, they keep saying it. Mm. We'll turn the clocks back this weekend. Yep. So I don't like it, but I like the extra hour sleep. The extra hour sleep, yeah. That's good. We could use that. And then they take it away from us in the spring. Yeah. It's like that. I don't like it getting dark at four thirty, five o'clock, but okay. five fifteen, so whatever it is. When you get up early in the morning, uh, it'll be lighter. Soon. It'll be lighter, lighter earlier. Yeah, yeah. That's right. kind of good, I guess. <clears throat> good for you. Good yeah, for you. Yeah. So, by the way, Alexa does not give winning uh, lottery numbers. So. Oh, I forgot to ask again yeah. yesterday. Yeah. She doesn't. No. Mm. Well, at least she tried. At least not mine, anyway. Unless she's keeping it all to herself. Probably. Hmm. If she leaves your house, you'll know she won. Yeah, if she rolls out the window. Yeah. So, got some interesting things to talk about today. Oh, yeah, like what? Oh, go ahead. Ask me tough questions. <laughs> All right? I'll do it. 
I was sent all of this great stuff, but you know, sometimes you get emails and they're cut off. <laughs> yeah, that's annoying. That is annoying. But yeah. Did you know that every night the U.S. Constitution, the Bill of Rights, and the Declaration of Independence are locked securely in a bomb-proof safe? <clears throat> I think I did know that, yes. No, listen, you've got to do that. After all, that it's... Uh, yeah, it's a pretty valuable thing, huh? Our country's run, yes. You're not going to have to find another one in a yard sale. By law, no officer is ever allowed... To what? Oh, yeah, the, to be a six-star general. They said George Washington was given the po- uh, promotion of a six-star general. Mm, I didn't He's know the that. only one that ever got six stars. I didn't know that. By George? That's interesting. Hmm? I, it should be that way by George. He you was know, the best. He was the best. Six-star general. I wonder, I wonder what you have to do to be a six-star general. Hmm? Uh, win the revolution. Win the revolution. Yeah. Okay. That would help. Mm-hmm. See, it says, give me liberty or give me te- uh, death, not give me free college, health care, and free housing. <laughs> no, that's <laughs> that's kind of what it's morphed into. Yes, it's morphed into that. <laughs> The Constitution is not a document for the government to restrain the people. It is an instrument for the people to restrain the government. Who said that besides me? Mm, Ben Franklin. Patrick Henry. That sounds about right. Patrick Henry. And I'd read you more of these, but they're cut off. Really? All of them? Yeah, they're you so need good, a better, too. better printer? Or a I don't know. Once in a while it happens. I get emails and uh, you printers. You can copy and, and paste your emails and, and then put it, yeah. put it on something else. But believe me, they were, they were great. Some of them. I believe you. Yeah, three quarters of them looked pretty good to me. <laughs> so, a beautiful day coming up. Oh, I know. Playing golf today? I am, yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Are you doing it solo or... Yeah, I'm just going out by myself. Anybody want to play golf with Marty today? He's Come uh, with me, yeah. Yeah. I welcome the company. What's your handicap these days? Uh, 13, I think. 13, that's pretty good. Hmm? Eh, sorry. I want it better. They say that a lot of pe- most people don't hit 100 to play golf. You know, I was reading some stuff. Hardly anybody breaks into the 80s, and mm-hmm. most people shoot the 90s and the 100s. I was like, really? Yeah. And I didn't realize you. that. I thought I was just kind of below normal, but it looks like I'm average or better, maybe. You're average know. plus. I don't know. Well, I'm better. dying. I'm dying to break 80, though. I've never broken 80. <clears throat> never. I've hit 80 a couple of times. I'm but. dying not to break my clubs. <laughs> I did that once by accident. I told you this before, but one time I was really getting close to a hitting 100, and the people that I was playing with started to bug me. Oh, yeah, you're going to do it. And I, that was it. I blew the whole thing. You didn't break 100? No, I didn't break 100. Mm. You've broken 100 before, right? No, never. You've never broken never 100? Never broke 100. Oh, no. Okay. No. Huh. All right. I did get a, um, not a birdie, I got a uh, eagle. I did have an eagle. And you still uh, didn't break out. Oh, no. Not even close. Mm. Lots of triples and <clears throat> snowmen and People were watching me thought, I, wow, there's a good golfer. And I'm going, you know. Yeah, it is amazing. <clears throat> it is every a, now and then. It can happen, which means I could get a hole get, in one. We can look like a professional, yeah. So a big debate last night with Blumenthal and uh, Richard, that is, and uh, on WFSB. I was just curious if any of our listeners got to see it. 
I started watching it a minute ago. I missed it last mm-hmm. night. I was out, but uh, I got bits and pe- uh, pieces online because I couldn't get it where I was. But uh, I'll watch it before too much. Yeah, check it out. It's um, the part I saw was very interesting. Of course, Richard said that be careful; you might lose your social security. <laughs> That's when I pulled out the rest mm-hmm. of my hair, all two of them. That's just a recent phenomenon this year. I just noticed that That's the last cruel. couple of days. That, that they, is so they, cruel. They're all starting to say that. To but, lie to seniors just to get votes. Yeah. That is a cruel thing. They've been doing that since the 90s, if I remember oh, correctly. Oh, earlier than Every, that. I've interviewed oh, has it been people, earlier than that? Oh, I've interviewed people uh, earlier than that. And, uh, yeah, be careful, uh, seniors. You may lose your Social Security. It's like, come on, please, Billy. please. Can you imagine if there was a... A party that took away their Social Security, they would never get elected again. <laughs> yeah, they would be obsolete, yes. Think of the they consequences. The consequences for doing that would be remarkable. Yeah. You get no more Social Security and Medicare over the other side. Sure. May run out of funds someday, but... <laughs> hey, this is a Thursday, which means uh, oh, next Thursday will only be five days away from the uh, recounts. <laughs> And to find out who actually won. I hope it doesn't take too long, huh? I'm with you on that. I hope it doesn't take too long. Let's get it over with. I don't want any of these votes showing up in the middle of the night and saying, oh, it's oh, yeah, turned the tide. I that makes the me suspicious. Middle of the night votes. Those are good, yeah. yeah. The midnight momentum has changed. Yeah. It's been doing that way the last few I think elections. we should go back to paper ballots. People should go in and do the paper ballots and... I do paper ballots. You don't do paper ballots? Well, I mean, uh, there's too many people getting uh, the votes in advance. Yeah. There used to be a time you have to have been in the service or had a handicap. Yeah. Or you, now it's absentee you, ballots. Just about anybody can get one. Right, right, yeah. So I, I don't like that. I'm not real thrilled with that either, but... No. All right. Well, we do get to vote on whether we want early voting or not, so people mm-hmm. need to think about that. Okay, can we get early voting on voting to see if we get early voting? <laughs> I'm sure people have already voted for early voting or against early voting mm-hmm. early. Okay, well, thanks for getting up early for us today. I always do. All right. It's time for the number one talk test, show test, of test, Eastern test, Connecticut test. and Southern Rhode Island. The Stu Breyer Potpourri Talk Show on 1310 WICH. Now here's Stu Breyer. This is a program that tries to get as close to the truth as we possibly can. That is, uh, we give it a good effort, and all opinions are welcome. And I welcome you into WICHAM and FM. Let's go right to the telephone lines. Our number is 889-5252. If you are in Australia listening, don't forget the 860. Welcome, you're on the air. Good morning. chomping at the bit after that very fine debate that was on TV last night. Did you see? Oh, good, you got to see it. Mm-hmm. Excellent, and I'm going to tell you something right now. For him being a 27-year polished politician, she chewed him up and spit him out. I thought she was great, but I didn't see the whole thing, to be honest, but I did get to see a lot of the highlights. Okay, just a few highlights. Uh, he, he pushed the abortion issue. Uh, he did talk about Social Security. Yep. And what the Democrats plan on doing on Social Security they don't plan on giving anybody any COLAs in the near future. Mm-hmm. That's the one way they'd like to uh, cut down on Social Security. She hammered him on his Vietnam service era. She hammered him on the communist 
party uh, outing that he went to. He had no response on that. Mm-hmm. She started out a little slow and a little tongue-tied. Well, she was a little, you once, know, this Once is she big, got rolling, yeah, she was good. She did start and off I'm tell nervous. You something. Mm-hmm. That should have tightened. I'm not saying she's going to win, but that should have tightened things up a little bit last night because I thought she was excellent. Well, the part I saw, and you're right, she was a little nervous at the beginning, but her content was good. But uh, then she started to relax mm-hmm. a little bit and... She didn't take any of it. She didn't take any of the lies and all of that stuff, and she just went right at him. It was a typical Democratic uh, debate where they have nothing really to argue about about the economy or anything like that because there's no excuse for it. They didn't talk about, well, they talked about Ukraine, but they didn't talk about any military stuff, uh, the United States, uh, submarines or anything like that. But I'm telling you right now, she held her own. Mm-hmm. She's not a a polished politician, but she did pretty damn good. Yeah, I felt like she was one of us and uh, what, what a lot of us think, and she just said it. And uh, she made a lot of sense to me. But I, I got news for you, Stu. Maybe not this time, but the next time around, if, if Blumenthal runs up against someone like her, he's done. Well, I don't know if he's going to, after another six years, if he's going to feel like running again, but... I'm sure he, he wins. He's yeah. getting up there on age, too. Yep. All right, thanks, sir. Was looking Anytime. for some opinions on that. Appreciate it. Hello, welcome to the program. Hi, good morning. Good morning, Stu. How you doing? Pretty good, sir. Beautiful day. Mm-hmm. Enjoy it, everybody. And yes, I did watch that debate last night with... Blumenthal and uh, and uh, Levy, mm-hmm. uh, and I look at Blumenthal. When I look at Blumenthal, all I think of is a slithering snake. Well, what about the content of his uh, opinions? But, uh, uh, put the looks aside. He's just your typical Washington politician that is, is that is there just to line his pockets. Well, he's not in it for the money. We know that. No, but you know, as a attorney general, like he, he did, he did fairly well for the state of Connecticut. But as a as a senator, uh, I don't know. He's, uh, he, in my opinion, he just hasn't got it. All right. So you think she uh, won the debate? I I think she did. You know, she was like like the previous callers uh, said that uh, you know she was a little rocky at first, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, you know, she she held her own. She held her own. I know and, she she didn't take any guff. Our president there uh, last night stating that some of our um, our vote tallies probably uh, won't be known until maybe several days later after uh, the election. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe we should go back to the old days there when we used to have those things called voting booths where you went in, you pulled the curtain, you made your choice, and it was an accurate count. I know. I mean, I don't remember any things like that, you know, in the old because I used to c- cover the elections and go to the the uh, voting places, and yeah, you knew right, right away. Right, right exactly. away. You had your you had your tally at the end of the night, and you knew who won. You didn't have to wait a week or two uh, down the line. So the more you have to wait, the more there there could be mistakes or problems. And uh, anyway, I appreciate uh, the call, and I think you're right. 
Well, you have a good day now. Thank you. You're on the air. Welcome to the program. My first hang-up of the day, brought to you by... Did you ever listen to uh, some of the Yankee baseball games? That foul ball was brought to you by Norman's Fish Store. Everything is brought to you by... You're on the air. Welcome. My uh, radio just asked me for a date, so I turned it down. <laughs> oh, that's great. That's great. You gave it a shock. Mm-hmm. Good morning, Stu. Good morning, Kevin. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. Oh, it certainly is. It's a beautiful day in my neighborhood, too. Mm-hmm. By the way, on the news there, I think uh, Marty was talking about the gas prices. Uh, three seventy-one a gallon in Connecticut. Yeah, they're moving up. for a national average, and mm-hmm. I think he said Rhode Island was three eighty a gallon. I was talking to my brother yesterday, who lives in California. They are paying over six dollars a gallon for gas. California has always been double high. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's even double or higher. Mm-hmm. So um, I did something here. I came up with. A little list, this is out of my own noggin, my own head, of words and phrases that are pretty much guaranteed to make you feel old. Oh. Yeah, would you like to try a few out? Not too many. I don't want to age too much during this program. <laughs> You'll be 400 years old when this bit's over. All right, go ahead. Um, so let me let me share a few, and let's see if you like any of them. And since we were talking about, talking about gas, the first one on my list is filling station. You never hear anybody refer to the filling station. It's the mm. gas station, the shell station, or the Exxon station, That's, right? Nobody yeah. says filling station I heard about that. Now it's only in dentist office, a filling station. <laughs> oh, yes. You're so right, Stu. Yeah, that was how a good about, one. Yeah. How about rubbish? People don't say rubbish anymore. They say trash or garbage. Yeah, or they don't say pick up the rubbish. Or Nobody says rubbish anymore. It's an old word. Or how about rag bag? Did did you have a rag bag in your house? We may have, but I don't remember that one too much. Really? Oh, we had a rag bag. That's where your old (laughs) shirts and undershirts and goodness knows what else went when it was no longer usable. Went in the rag bag and used it for rags to Mm -hmm. (laughs) mop up the kitchen floor or chamois your car, you know, you'd polish your car with something out of the rag bag. I know in school we <laughs> had bean bags, but not rag bags. Okay. How about the fuzz? You don't want to get pulled over by the fuzz. Oh, there is a good one. Remember mm. that one? Yeah. That goes way back. Or how about the five and ten? Did you ever go to the five and ten? Absolutely, Don, and uh, Elm Hill Avenue. I walk about uh, 15 minutes to the five and ten store. Yep. I used to love the 5 and 10 and the lunch counter, which I, some people called a soda fountain. Remember that? With soda jerks. It's our soda jerk. I used to go into the 5 and 10, and I'd have uh, a, a uh, patty melt and french fries and an ice cream soda. That was my thing. Oh, me too. I, I, I used to think, well, they're soda jerks. Couldn't, get, couldn't they get anybody else to do it? Yeah, I know, right? right. So then there's groovy and far out and out of sight and nifty. Those wor- those words are pretty much out of sight now. And there yeah, was a time yeah. in the in the sixties, um, groovy was everybody was saying the word groovy. Oh yeah, yeah. Which they don't do now, anymore. Here's one I wish we'd bring back. It's a little poem we used to hear all the time. Sticks and stones will break my bones, but names will never hurt me. Remember mm. that? Absolutely. We. 
We could use that a lot these days. We could use that a lot right now. Can you see politicians um, saying that to each other? Huh? I can see politicians saying that to each other. Well, they ought to. Yeah. We all ought to remember that. Um, then there's Sunday go to meeting. Uh, washerwoman. Mm. You don't hear about washerwomen anymore. Or beatniks. Mm-hmm. Everybody smokes pot and weed and marijuana. Nobody smokes grass anymore. Then mm. the good old elephant jokes, too. Oh, and then the and the great Remember jokes. Any elephant and, jokes? Oh my goodness! Yeah, those were the that was the comedy we grew up with. Go ahead, tell us an elephant joke. I don't remember any of them, but we used to have yeah, uh, great. We used to have grape jokes and uh, moron joke. Why did the moron throw the clock out the window to make time fly? I never I heard that joke, but not based on a moron. It was something else. Well, you just, could put anything you want you in do? there. Yeah. Huh. Anything you want in there. <laughs> How about this one? Being a radio guy, maybe you remember when the DJs would say, push the center button on your car radio. <laughs> remember yep. that? I think, uh, you sure do. 1010 Winds New York used to say, push the center button. Or W-I-C-H, maybe it would be, push the right-hand button. Uh, then uh, there were sock hops and park po- pocket calculators, and guys and girls would go steady. Yeah, well, yes. Yeah. I don't know if they go steady were... anymore. They just move in with each other. <laughs> yeah, I know. Forget to go in steady. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you were asked how you are, you said fine as frog's hair. And we had elderly folks who lived in rest homes. We didn't have nursing homes or convalescent homes or rehab centers. They were rest homes. Well, you got some good stuff. We're going to have to do part two. All right, I'll do one more, and then I'll let you go, because this one I really, really hate. Do you remember children are to be seen and not heard? Oh, millions of times. I hate that. It was one that never should have happened. Anyway, I won't hold you. Hey, always good stuff. Thanks, Kev. Maybe some other folks have some ideas. All right, buddy. Thank you. All right, bye. Thanks for holding. Welcome to the program. Hello. Hello. Welcome. Hey, Stu. Hi, Joe. Hey, Stu. Hey, Joe. I was in agony last night. My my new neighbor, we're going to Walmart. We're going to get a, a little thing so I can watch the baseball game. Yeah, <laughs> terrible game, Ter- if you're a Philly fan. <clears throat> you know that, Stuart. Why? Listen, I'm going to do why, W-H-Y-Y. I think it's in Philly. Terry Gross. All right, listen. I know you're, you're so... Hip to the scam. I love Kevin, and I like Marie, and I like Sue. But why? Tell me why, 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 why do they can't hang up? They don't know how to say bye to you. Well, I thought it was very so, interesting. I thought it was very uh, interesting what uh, Kevin had to say. So I, I thought it was interesting. Yeah, I know. So you always give him. You always give him. My my neighbor just came in. He cut my hair. I got my high and tight today. Billy's on game five tonight. I'm going to Walmart. I got this. He said, Joe, I'll get you this little thing. This is woo-coo. And, and, and guess what? So I'm going to watch the Phillies tonight on my own TV. Good. Watch him. <laughs> I'm psyched. What is, what's it called, Mike? Woo-coo. You too? Say it again. Roku. 
Oh, Roku. $30, yes, Roku. Yeah. And I got my little antenna, <clears throat> and I got Sue Breyer. I got W-I-C-H okay, Joe. all day long. All right, buddy. I'm psyched. Yeah. Good. Have a good oh. game. Thank you. Uh, let's take a break. 889-5252 is the telephone number. We have 53 degrees. It was chilly this morning, but we'll get in way into the 60s today. The Yukon Sports Network from Learfield. Throws up top, and he caught it! And he's in the end zone! Oh, what a play! This Friday, the Huskies clash with UMass. And caught in the end zone in a corner! What a catch! Touchdown, Yukon! Our coverage begins at 5.30 on your home for Yukon football. Catch all the action of UConn football all season long on 94.5 and 1310 AM WICH in Norwich. Are you making multiple trips to the pharmacy each month taking up your precious time? It's time for you to simplify. I'm Sandra Grillo from Utley & Jones Pharmacy here to tell you about our exciting refill coordination program called Simplify My Meds. With Simplify My Meds, you won't worry about running short of pills or running out of refills. Our pharmacists and staff will check with you every month, review your medications, vitamins, supplements, and call your doctors to get refills for you. With Simplify My Meds, you can get all of your prescriptions filled at the same time every month. You can have the convenience of a single monthly trip to the pharmacy or delivery to your home or office. Isn't it time for you to simplify your life? Isn't it time for you to come into Utley & Jones Pharmacy? That's Utley & Jones Pharmacy, 112 Lafayette Street, Norwich, and online at www.utleyandjones.com. This is Mayor Pete Nystrom, along with School Building Committee Chairman Mark Betancourt, speaking with you concerning the school bonding referendum that's on the ballot November 8th. State reimbursement will reduce Norwich's cost by two-thirds, and we may be able to save more than that. Failing to pass this referendum will force the city to pay for repairs to existing schools with no state reimbursement and actually cost the city more than building new schools will. I, for one, do not want to pour good money after bad trying to support an inefficient and old system that costs too much to operate and doesn't properly support our students. With state reimbursement, it will actually cost less to build new. It will allow us to save operational costs, provide the best opportunity for our students, and make Norwich a more attractive community in which to live. Building new schools just makes sense. This is Mark Betancourt. I ask that you please support the school building referendum on November 8th. This ad was paid for by attorney Samuel Browning and or Mark Betancourt. Stu Brown with the WICH AM and FM, 889-5252 is our number. We'll be back with some more calls after this. Fox News Commentary. Collins Dictionary has selected its 2022 Word of the Year, and it couldn't be more fitting. I'm Tommy Lahren. Find out next. Democrats predicted an end to high inflation, but nothing has changed. In fact, food and housing prices are still going higher. Hi, this is Stephen K. Bannon, and I urge you to protect your savings from inflation by diversifying into a physical gold IRA from Birch Gold Group. To see how it works, simply text the word SHELTER to 989898, and you'll get a free info kit on gold IRAs that will explain everything. Again, that's SHELTER to 989898. There's no obligation or purchase required. 
feeling of living through a period of war, inflation, and political instability. Sound familiar? Well, that's the definition of permacrisis. Collins Dictionary 2022 Word of the Year. It was first used in academic context in the 1970s, but it has 2022 written all over it. This word, which sums up not only 2022, but the entirety of Biden's tenure in office, topped the dictionary's compilation of words and phrases this year, and for obvious reasons. From inflation to gas prices, worker shortages, domestic and international turmoil, and more, it seems we will never get out of this rut, this permacrisis. Another notable word on the list is quiet quitting, the subtle art of young people doing less at work and putting in bare minimum effort. These words and phrases are certainly not positive, but let's hope we can start to dig our way out of this permacrisis one election at a time. Until then, dumpster fire is another word that tops my list. I'm Tommy Laren. Welcome to the program. Thanks for holding. Yeah, long time to hold, Stu. <laughs> all right. Well, I'm glad you held on. What's up? Okay. Dick Blumenthal was not lying about Social Security, Stu. Yes, he was. From the New York Times yesterday, let me read. Senator Rick Scott, Republican of Florida, has proposed subjecting nearly all federal spending programs to a renewal vote every year, which would make Medicare and Social Security more vulnerable to budget cuts. Congressional Republicans eyeing a midterm election victory that could hand them control Mm -hmm. of the House and the Senate have embraced plans to reduce federal spending on Social Security and Medicare, including cutting benefits for some retirees and raising the retirement age for both safety net programs. Prominent Republicans are billing the moves as necessary to rein in government spending, which grew under both Republican and Democratic presidents in recent decades. The Republican leaders who would decide what legislation in the House and the Senate would consider if their party won control of Congress have not said specifically what, if anything, they would do to the program. So they are looking at Social Security and Medicare. He wasn't lying. It's bull rhetoric every year, and it's not happening. That's all I can tell you. What do you mean it's not happening? Rick Scott I don't care what Rick Scott said. It, Republican, he's a Republican. Republican Party will never do that, and uh, it's pretty obvious that they won't. And it's been, I've heard that for decades, interviewing politicians. Oh, you're going to take away your social security. And they're announcing it before the elections, which blows my mind that Republicans are actually announcing they're going to look at it. So this was the New York Times. Where did they get that from, the Washington Post? That was from the New York Times. Okay. But, and actually, Rick Scott was the, um, is it Rick Scott? Let me go back. Yeah. Rick Scott was the senator that Blumenthal mentioned last night. And okay. the one thing I got out of the debate was that Miss Levy doesn't understand time limits because she kept trying to get more time, going over the time, asking for more time after agreeing to the thing. I kept yelling, shut up, blank, <laughs> because you know, she kept I watched, going uh, over the time. When I watched Richard Blumenthal, it was like watching an old movie for the hundredth time. It was the same old rhetoric, same, same, same. That's how well, I looked at Well, if you like it. what you're doing, that's fine. <laughs> mm-hmm. If you don't, it's not. So, um, you know, I thought she was very rude. I thought she was, in the beginning, she definitely was tongue-tied, and she kept bobbing her head up and down. I kept saying, well, she's like on. a bottlehead doll. She's new. Like, she, she's not a polished politician. It took her a little while to get in the groove, you know? Oh, and the other thing she said about Social Security, she said, my 90-year-old parents, because when she said her parents first, I'm like, God, her parents must be ancient. And she said, my 90-year-old parents rely on Social Security. And I know we all rely on it, but she's worth $6 million, and if her parents rely on Social Security to get by, not only wouldn't she make 
a good senator. She's a horrible daughter if she has $6 million, and she's not helping her parents if they need every dollar of Social Security. So you think our buddy Blumenthal did a great job, huh? I thought they both did. They said, they both said their views. Mm-hmm. But I think she was, I think he was more polished in presenting it. Well, he was and polished I, all right, yeah. I'm sorry, what? He polished off the same old uh, rhetoric as far as I'm concerned, but... Right, you're probably right, but that's his point of view. Unlike her, he hasn't changed it. She used to be... Uh, for abortion rights, yeah. now she's against abortion rights. She said rights. the best thing so that I've ever. She said she said the best thing I've ever heard on the issue. She said yes, that's true. But after 20 years, my heart changed. Right, I that was you know, but that's true, and people can change their mind. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that's right or wrong, but he's been steady the whole way. He hasn't, you know. Um, and if you agree with her, you probably think she did great. If you agree with him, but I'm just saying. Not what they said, how they presented. Mm-hmm. I think he did better, and I think she was rude with the time thing because he didn't go over the time and keep saying, "Oh, I need to reply." I need to. She agreed to the rules, and she kept wanting like she was special. She needed extra time. Okay, so we. Him. So that one goes to Richard, right? Yeah, I, I would say on presenting their views, no. they were equal. As polished uh, well. speakers, he was better. Okay, but the view should be the uh, priority because not too many people are really that polished when you're on the limelight like that. But I think they each expressed their views. But I think she was a little rude in trying to grab more more time. But um, he wasn't lying about the Social Security thing. Rick Scott wants to review Social Security every year, and that would Mm -hmm. mean... And don't say they've never changed it. Look at they've raised the age already in our lifetime, too. Yeah, raising the age. They're not taking it away. They may raise they said the age. there could be cuts. Well, okay. right in that article, and I think what they mean is, I think the wealthiest people will probably they won't be able to collect as much as my guess. I don't think they'll cut people who are on the lower end, but I'm guessing if somebody's a multimillionaire, they mm-hmm. they might not be able to collect as much. Okay, all right. Well, I don't. Okay. I don't blame about that. I mean, I don't. You know, if you're a multimillionaire, you. Shouldn't even take it, actually. But well, you've paid into it, though. So is it for paying into it or not? I mean, I could see both sides. Yes, they don't need it, but they paid into it more than me and you did. That's true. Because they paid into the top. They don't pay on every dollar. The, what's the cutoff now? Like one? No, you're right. They paid into something? it. They should get it, and hopefully they'll give it to charity. Right. That would be nice. All right. Thank okay, you. Thank you, Stu. Hello, and welcome to the program. Buongiorno, Father Stu. Buongiorno. Thursdays, it's Prince Spaghetti Day. No? Yes, it okay. is. The, I don't know. What the beginning of your weekend, so have a good weekend. Yes, sir. No. You too. Uh, Stu, you, you would have made a great priest. You think so? Yeah. 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 yeah I listen to you and your callers and the way you respond all of them you know a lot, a lot of people you're not able to do what you're doing you're, you're able to accommodate all kinds of callers with all different kinds of comments and remarks and it's just, it's, just spe- it's special and you know I don't know it's a, you're the one that's helped me realize you know you can't get upset with people with different sides no no you're right of course not but you as long as you get your say in there and do it uh congenially yeah and you do it very well thanks boston ben now i just wanted to add something to what what you and uh, marty were talking about 
<clears throat> early today that was Social Security. Now, you know, sometimes I get the feeling that our politics, maybe it hasn't been for a long time, but right now you can hear, like, it's almost like a baseball game. And you got you, you got to pick your sides. And then on each side, mm-hmm. the different politicians, like Richard Blumenthal, who was once the attorney general, who's now the senator, he's got to fit in with his team. So he has to change the way, you know, he, do, he does things. And that, that applies to a lot of other people across the country who are elected to, that, you know, government. And... Uh, so they have different roles, but they have to, and who knows that better than, than our current president? He always talks about working with both sides of the aisle. That means both both teams. Well, I, I don't agree that he does that, but certainly <laughs> I do agree that, um, you know, people, uh, Democrats or Republicans, like to stick to... Well, he uh, probably had, has in the past, like, things have changed, like... The playing of the each team has intensified, so he he realizes what he has to do. What he did during the primary primaries when he ran for president, he 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 changed, and he knew he had to change because he's a, he's astute. He's an astute politician, and what he doesn't know, he finds out from his team. Same thing with the Speaker of the House, and I I feel very bad about what happened to uh, Mrs. Pelosi. Oh, that was a terrible thing. Terrible yeah. thing. That, that guy is, you know, no bail for that jerk. And, uh, yes, it's sad terrible. because she's been, you know, regardless of how you feel about her politics, mm-hmm. she's a human being. She's trying to do the best of course, she can for uh, the there's country. Never an excuse for that. In fact, it happened to a another candidate uh, just yesterday. Somebody tried to get a hold of him while he was campaigning and, uh, Fortunately, yeah, things got out of hand, and we got we have to do something about it. Well, enjoy your weekend. Thanks. Good to hear from you. Appreciate okay, it. Okay. Goodbye. Hello. Welcome to the program. Yes. Good morning, Stu. Good morning. Um, Larry wanted me to call you. Yep. And she- tell you that why he hasn't been calling. He's sick. Oh. He's, so- very, he's very sick. He's been in and out of the hospital. What's What's going and, on uh, with him? Gee. Pardon. What's going on this time? I know he he sounds great, and all of a sudden he's yeah. in the hospital. He, he he doesn't have COVID. It's <clears throat> something else, and uh, he can probably tell you uh, oh, when he calls man. you. I don't know when he's going to get better, but uh, he's in guy. pretty bad shape. He's had some so, rough uh, times this year. Amazing. Yeah, I talked to. I was over his house yesterday, mm-hmm. and uh, he's in and out of the hospital. I don't know. He may be in the in the hospital today. Oh God. So he won't be calling you. Give me, give so him my just best. Let you know why he hasn't been calling. You know, I was just reading today that uh, hospitals saying respiratory cases are soaring in the hospitals, yeah. uh, and it's not COVID or the flu; it's something else. I don't know. Everybody should get their flu shot. I know that. <clears throat> yeah, I have, I have mine. Good, good for I you. I get the booster in a in a flu shot. All right. Well, that gives you the best protection, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Well, um, I watched a debate last night, and I thought uh, Leora Levy uh, held her own. Yeah, what you what you said to me made a lot of sense. Yeah. Some of the things that I think are going wrong uh, this, in this country, and she presented them, and 
and Blumenthal's lying like he usually does. Well, he's he's said a few lies in his time, but yeah. not that I'm giving him any breaks, but it seems like a, we, a habit we, politicians have. Well, we got to get rid of a lot of these uh, old white men in Washington anyway. Old white 30, men, huh? 37, 37 years in uh, Washington, it's time for him to retire. Well, I just, I don't care white or whatever you are, I just want good, decent, honorable people. That's all I want. Well, we just have a lot of white old men in Washington. Okay, if they're doing a good yeah. job, I don't care. If they're not, they shouldn't be there. Now, a lot of them aren't doing their job. Well, I, I so, uh, hate, hate for people we, to vote we, for somebody. We need, uh, we need some new blood in Washington. Okay, well, you could always run yourself. You know? Mm-hmm. So uh, I just I just call uh, Larry wanted me to call you. So you tell uh, Larry what we're thinking of him, and I'm very sorry that he he's going through this. It's uh, he's had a lot of these problems, and tell him to keep the faith. Yeah, I did. Thank and, you, sir. Uh, enjoy the rest of your day. Okay, you too. It's that time of year again. The holidays are upon us with Thanksgiving right around the corner. Valby's Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram would like to give back to the community. All month long, we'll be hosting a food drive to help those in need. Feel free to drop off canned goods and non-perishable items to our showroom at 395 West Thames Street in Norwich. In addition, for every new vehicle sold in the month of November, Valby's Motors will donate a turkey to the food drive supporting veterans at New London Homeless Hospitality Center. Planning a road trip to a family gathering this holiday season? Season? We've got you covered with our Black Friday sales event. Drive with confidence in any of our 4x4 vehicles within our Jeep lineup or Ram pickups. We have a great selection of models on the ground ready for immediate delivery. Or visit us online at valvies.com where you can begin a custom pre-order meeting your needs. Thanks for your support and happy holidays to all. We look forward to seeing you soon. Valvies, you're gonna love it. Dear Norwich citizens, hi, this is Mike Galtieri. I've lived in Norwich going on 65 years, born, raised, educated, and employed here. The extreme policies coming out of Hartford has contributed to the highest inflation rate in 40 years and an alarming increase in violent crime. Join me in voting for a better future. On November 8th, please vote Row 4B, Pietro Camardella. My name is Pietro Rocky Camardella, and I have approved this message. Paid for by Rocky for CT19. How you doing? This is Tony. Yeah, and I'm his cousin, Tony. And we're here to talk about that old stinky oil tank in your basement. Oh, yeah, that's old. And service station equipment. Oh, yeah, that's good. So here's the deal. Our other cousin, Tony, had globules coming out the thing on the floor in his basement. It was terrible. Oh, bad. Turns out that oil tank was older than Grandma and a half. Must do the galaga. Exactly. Dangerous, too. Here's the thing with service station equipment. They know that oil tanks that are 20 to 25 years old should be replaced. Funny, that's what my wife says about me. So at service station equipment, they can come, take that junky tank out, and install a Roth tank that will never rust. Service station equipment. And comes with a 30-year warranty. Hey, after that, who cares, huh? Hey, good point. It's about time you said something. So if you're wondering about that oil tank, call 1-800-801-TANK. Or Google them on the Gastagudi net at ssc-inc.net. That's service station equipment right here in Uncasville. Basta la And Martin McKinney. Oh, I hear he got skinny. Basta la if you missed that debate last night, uh, you can see it on WFSB.com, and you can get it uh, through your computer. If you care to see it, if you didn't get to see it, you can get it through YouTube. 
and then you can let me know what you think. Welcome to the program. Hi. Hi, Stu. Hi there. Uh, I have two things today. Okay. The first is, I agree with that man. You would have made a good priest. You have the temperament for it. All right. You mean yeah, priests yeah. never lose their temper, huh? Okay. You have the temperament for it. Mm-hmm. Um, the second thing is... Uh, I'm sorry to hear about Larry. Oh, God, yeah. Uh, it, it just goes to show we don't know one day to the next how our health is going to be. We no. really don't. We really need to take care of ourselves because there's this other respiratory cases that are cropping up. And, and there are more and more of them, and they're varied. Yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right. They're varied, and, and uh, it, it, it it's hard to do, you know? I'm probably going to... Call the Uncas Health uh, District and try to get somebody on today. Just talk a little bit more about that. Well, that would be good. Besides the flu and the uh, COVID, this this other thing. Yeah, yeah, uh, that would be very good. Um, but uh, I, I'm sorry to hear about Larry. That that is. Uh, I know, I know. He's this is he's been through this before with different things and. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, Stu. Right. I'll let you go. Glad you called. Thank you. Okay, yeah. Hello, Bye. you're on the air. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. It's the Stu Breyer Breakfast Club. Did you have a good breakfast today? Hmm? No, I'm not talking about a donut. I mean, donuts are tasty, and but you know, have a good breakfast of blueberries. Hmm? Fruits. Oatmeal. Cheerios are good too. You're on the air. Welcome. Yeah, hi. hi. I um, just calling. I did not yet watch the debate. Um, I already know who I'm voting for. I, you know the the real decision is in the primaries, and I'm glad that the person who should be running as a Democrat did not win that primary for Senate. Unfortunately, the Democrat won the Republican primary for governor. But um, I have a I have a little quibble with the the phrasing. You know, the way the people phrase things. It's in the newspapers now. You know, the woman that you were speaking with several calls ago used it. They say abortion rights or anti-abortion rights. Mm -hmm. um, I think you should let the, ad the advocate define the terms for themselves or at least come up with something that's fair. Uh, if you go by Lindsey Graham's uh, bill, he's to the left of almost everybody in the world. He's to the left of almost everybody in the United States, if you're to go by his abortion bill. Mm -hmm. And his bill would be declared an anti-abortion rights, and in fact, extreme bill. When the people who are, quote, pro-abortion rights are in favor of ripping babies that are eight, nine months along out of a woman, storming in a, garbage, in a medical waste bin, and burning them. You know, the, the, you know the, so there's a lot of monsters on the pro-rights side. So if you want to demonize people, and then I think that, that, that framing it as rights or anti-rights is framing the people who are anti-abortion rights as monsters, when in fact the people who are most vehemently in favor of abortion are some of the biggest monsters in this country. And I think that people like Senator Blumenthal and Senator Murphy and Senator Lamont are among them, and that they should be in shade of themselves. For that and for a number of other reasons. Well, I would like to ask these folks, uh, you know, what about late-term abortions? Nobody seems to give an answer to that. Okay, you're pro-choice. You know what, uh, 
mm-hmm. a good point a good a good a good position would be you come up with some kind of cutoff in the gray area of which Lindsey Graham's bill is in the far far back of this gray area where you can't really define when a life quote quote begins and then afterwards you put exceptions for for health reasons now it has to be defined because if you just put health then there will be doctors that'll just give out hit things like they give out medical marijuana scripts. It's just like, oh, you're not feeling good. Okay, there you go. So you do it that way. And if you can't be mature enough to get it done that way, and I understand it is a very complicated thing to figure out how to regulate, then I'm, I'm afraid that the the, uh, the Roman Catholic Church's position on abortion would be far preferable to what these monsters want. All right, and sure. I, I, I'm not going to make an apology about it. I mean, there's, there's two approaches you can mm-hmm. take. You can take the liberal approach, which today's Democrats refuse to do. They, they, they're taking, they're taking basically, um, I, I don't want to, you know, Godwin myself, but they're basically taking a, uh, a Nazi approach to it. Um, if you're going to take a liberal approach, that's one thing, and I can respect that. And if you're going to take the pro-life approach, I can also respect, respect that. But the framing of it, abortion rights, anti-abortion rights, you know, that, that's intended to make the people that are on the side of, of, of life look like the monsters, when in fact, there was that Kermit Gosnell in, in Pennsylvania who was aborting children at eight, nine months, and it was totally elective. There was not a medical reason, no reason at all. And what he did was illegal. But these Democrats nationwide, they want that to be perfectly legal. They want, they want, they want the government to, to be completely out of it. All right, sir, Which thanks. I say, why not get a, a pail of water? And, and, and put your baby in that. You think, you think that's right, too? Well, thanks for expressing yourself on that. I appreciate All it. All right. Stu Breyer with your WICH, 55 degrees right now. We're going to warm up to about 65. Uh, Do you ever think about this, whether it be Republican or Democrat, that sometimes they'll go along with something that um, they may not agree with, but they think they may get more votes if they go with that? I wonder how much that really happens in politics. Hi, you're on the air. Welcome. Oh, hi, Stu. Hi, Sue. I was make a few comments, but my, my concern right now, what's the matter with Larry? I don't know, but hold on. I'll be right back. i got to take a little break. Oh, all right. All right. I don't know exactly what's the matter with Larry, but uh, he's got some kind of infection. We'll be right back. Producing wire, rope, and welding, hydraulics, and hospitality. These things may not have a lot in common to you and me. But Congressman Joe Courtney knows they're just some of the industries and the jobs fueled by a strong shipbuilding economy. So, as chair of the House Armed Services Subcommittee on Sea Power, Joe Courtney worked with both Democrats and Republicans to double the Navy's budget for submarines. Just one of the reasons Joe Courtney is ranked Connecticut's most bipartisan member of Congress. And for us, Courtney's leadership on submarine production is producing jobs and economic opportunity in Groton and New London but also from Plainfield to Enfield, from Basra to Tolland, from Ledger to Waterford, and on and on. Economic development from shipbuilding and a stronger future all across eastern Connecticut? Yep, now those things go hand in hand. Just like job creation and Joe Courtney. I'm Joe Courtney, and I approve this message. Paid for by Joe Courtney for Congress. 
You're in possession of a grandfather clock that was handed down through your family over the years. It hasn't cuckooed or ding-donged in years. It hasn't chimed or tick-tocked. So, as I see it, there are two options. You can fix it or you can sell it. Either way, you'll want a real clock guy. And Phil is your man. Phil's Clocks and Repair in Jewett City can get that heirloom of yours up and running. And if you're looking for some extra dough, he might just take it off your hands. For clock repairs and sales of almost any kind imaginable, visit Phil's Clocks and Repair on Main Street in Jewett City. It's always worth the time. Five minutes to 11. Susan, go for it. Well, I was wondering um, on Larry. Larry, I don't know. Did somebody hear something? He's got a, some kind of a, uh infection. I don't know what it is. It, well, is he in the hospital? He has been in and out of the hospital, and his friend said he may go back today. Oh, all right. Well, mm-hmm. then that puts me on what I'm supposed to do. I'm going to go to my prayer lines. I got two now. Well, go for it. That's good. Yeah, and I will call. Are you having a guest after 11? Uh, no. Okay, well, I'll call after 11 some, at some point. Okay, buddy. All right, thanks. See Bye. Ya. Hello, welcome to the program. Hi there. Would you like to speak with me? Hmm? We'll have a cup of tea. Welcome to the program. Hi. Hey, Sue. Joey, you've been on this hour, buddy. You have to I call know. back. Ah, lordy, lordy, lordy. Oh... What a beautiful day, huh? Did I give you? I haven't given you the weather yet. Such a nice day, and I haven't even given you the weather. It's going to warm up considerably. It was a very chilly morning, and temperatures will get to be about 65, 45 tonight. Tomorrow, even warmer. We may get to the low 70s. Welcome to the program. Bonjour. Bonjour, Helen. Long time no speak. You know, it's because... When uh, I was, uh, I did a lot of business at this store, I don't want to say the name of the store, and uh, I was asked something in the phone, and the man said to a lady, uh, it's his boss, I guess, it must be, uh, oh, speak to her because I don't understand. And uh, so uh, the lady gave me, it's an assert, you know, I would never do that to no one. And... Uh, so the the lady was very nice. She understood me, and uh, mm-hmm. she gave me to the person I want uh, I want talk, ask something, and I say hello, and she say hello nicely. Soon I start to talk, she say ba 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 ba. Well, that's a dumb thing to say. Yeah, and one of the like, and my son was very angry when I told him that mm-hmm. he was going to. He said, "Give me the phone, mom." I said, "No, no, I'm not going to. You're not going to argue with this. He's a drunk and a smoker, and he has a cancer in the bag. Uh, oh, yeah. I forgave him. Okay, he said to me, yeah. I was asking him something, and uh, he said, "Why don't you speak English?" He said to me, "Were you uh, were you being argumentative with him?" No, no, no. Well, I don't it, argue. I don't assert nobody. That was totally rude. Totally rude. I don't know why he did it. Obviously, he has the problem. <laughs> the people, it's why. I say, well, maybe it's if I speak uh, in one of the ladies, uh, she was a Latino. <laughs> and she, she heard me and she said to me, why don't you speak my language? I well, said, ma'am, we are in America. That's ridiculous, of we course. We have to learn. The, I know I don't speak good English, I said. But I do my best. Just say, think to yourself, there's a person with very little common sense. And you know, 
you know what I said to myself? I never should have come in this country. Oh, come on, Helen. Most people don't feel that way. <laughs> people are not Helen, nice come with on. Me. You, and you have accent. You have a lot of people. A lot of people have accents. The, the diversity <laughs> I would never of this country. Do that if I was in France, somebody. Uh, a French people was talking to an American. He said, "Oh, I will come and put my feet." And I would say, "No, no, no! You don't talk like that to people. I don't care who you're, black or white. We all bleed the same." It's why Michael lost his job because Michael didn't want fight. The, you know, when he was the state police, he didn't want they catch uh, the bad guy, I mean, the young man, whatever. And uh, they were going to be in my son said, no, 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 no. Why would you let one or two people ruin your day when most people are decent and nice? Yeah, because by myself, and I talked to this uh, kitten, and he's fighting. He's very sweet. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've been to the vet, you know, I bring him to the vet, and uh, I cannot sleep. I have to put him in the bathroom with a little box and uh, the food and water, and because he go attack my, my other cat, my oh other boy. cat is frightened. And uh, I never have cat to fight. I didn't have law because Helen, if I, you know, if you want to call me back later, but I have to do the news now. Oh yes, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, it's I'm all right. Sick. So try to have a good day. It's a beautiful day. The sun's out. It's a beautiful day. All right. Thanks God. Thank you, dear. Bye. Thirteen ten Norwich ninety four point five FM. It's coming up to 11. Looking forward to chatting with you after the news. News this hour from townhall.com. I'm Rich Thomason. Just five days before the midterm election, President Biden hitting the road on behalf of Democrat candidates. White House correspondent Greg Clugston says Mr. Biden will be visiting predominantly blue states. The president returns to the campaign trail over the coming days, stumping for Democrats. As it turns out, he'll be traveling to friendly political territory at stops in California, Chicago, New York, and Maryland before Tuesday's elections. The White House defends the president's itinerary as polls show Democrats struggling to maintain control of the U.S. House and possibly the Senate. In Pennsylvania, the latest decision desk HQ survey and analysis of the polls giving Republican U.S. Senate candidate Mehmet Oz a 53.9% chance of victory compared with uh, Democrat John Fetterman's 46.1% chance. President Biden continuing to obsess over former President Trump. Mr. Biden in a speech last evening accusing Mr. Trump of promoting what Biden calls... A big lie that the election of 2020... Have been stolen. No mention of the Democrats, who over the years have argued that their elections were stolen by the Republicans. GOP reaction to the Biden speech from a leading Republican voice. Senator Tom Cotton of Arkansas took to Twitter to react to the president. Senator Cotton says another embarrassing, unpresidential partisan rant from President Biden, par for the course. Senator Cotton continued to Biden. Democracy means one thing, Democrats having complete power. That's correspondent Bernie Bennett. 217,000 people applied for unemployment last week. It's about 1,000 fewer than the week before. Fed Chairman Jerome Powell says it's too soon to talk about pausing interest rate hikes. That remark, following the Fed's latest increase, sent Wall Street into a tailspin. Right now, the Dow is down about 104 points. The Nasdaq off 60 and the S&P trading 18 points in the red. More on these stories at townhall.com. Hi, I'm Lance Wall now, Christian author and evangelical leader, here to remind you that God's gifts should never be taken for granted. Take, for example, your retirement savings. You've worked hard for your money, and God has rewarded you for that. 
Now, with record inflation eating away at the value of the U.S. dollar, those rewards are literally being taken from you. But there is a way that faithful can fight back. By diversifying your retirement account into gold, your savings can be protected. And that's what God wants. Even better, a physical gold IRA from Birch Gold Group allows you to transfer your current retirement funds into gold without fees or penalties. To see how it works, text the word FAITH to 989898 to get a free info kit on gold IRAs. That's FAITH to 989898. Take action right now, and I pray that your family is blessed with continued prosperity. Tokyo criticizing North Korea's latest missile tests, which prompted Japan's government to warn some residents to stay indoors. Air raid sirens were heard in parts of Japan this morning as three missile launches from North Korea were detected. One, a long-range intercontinental ballistic missile. That test appears to have failed, with the missile breaking up as it re-entered the Earth's atmosphere. North Korea has ramped up its testing with more than 60 missiles launched this year, far more than in any previous year. It needs to fire these weapons to learn how to improve their performance, but this is also intended to demonstrate the increasing sophistication of North Korea's missiles and their potential to inflict massive destruction, especially if carrying nuclear warheads. The BBC's Jonathan Head. Chancellor Olaf Scholz making his first visit to China as Germany's leader. A diplomatically delicate trip. News and analysis, townhall.com. The Astros tie the World Series by beating the Phillies 5-zip on the second no-hitter in the history of the Fall Classic. Christian Javier allows just two walks while striking out nine through the first six innings. Brian Abreu struck at all three batters he faced in the seventh. Rafael Montero retired all the batters he faced in the eighth. And Ryan Presley recorded the final three outs in the bottom of the ninth. Alex Bregman hit a two-run double for the Astros, who even this best of seven series at two games apiece. Correspondent Michael Lewis. Wongo in Philadelphia. Inflation putting an even tighter squeeze on already pricey kids' sports. A sticker shock in youth sports, nothing new. But the onslaught of double-digit inflation across America this year added a costly wrinkle on the path to the ballparks, the swimming pools, and dance studios all across the country. Watching Wall Street, the Dow down 91 points. The S&P is off 17. More on these stories at townhall.com. It's time for the number one talk show of Eastern Connecticut and Southern Rhode Island. The Stu Breyer Potpourri Talk Show on 1310 WICH. Now here's Stu Breyer. Okay, we have an open topic hour and the number is 889-5252 of WICH. AM and FM, Jimmy Fallon will be joining you at 205 today. Every time I turn the TV on, he's on there. He's on here, he's on there, and a uh, very popular guy now. You're on the air. Welcome. Okay, you're not welcome, but I'll welcome you back because I have a bit of forgiveness. You're on the air. Welcome. Good morning, Stu. Uh, I watched the debate last night. Well, I'm curious to find out uh, how you felt about it. I thought Levy nailed it. I think Blumenthal was not polished. I think he's burnt out. He's had his 37 years. I think it's time for him to go. I got that impression that you know, he's done those, said those things so many times, it's almost like it's a recording. And, you know, this and you know, I'm okay, I knew that answer. And 
Exactly. Yeah. Um, he was a wonderful attorney general. Oh, he was the best. But the best I've uh, seen. The best. That's right. But as far as senator, no, I think he's done. All right. Well, I'm glad you got to see it, and uh, it helps people make up their mind. Yep. Thank okay, you. Okay. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I've always touted him as an attorney general. I said, man, this guy is great. I would call him any time. And he'd come on. He'd come on the phone. He'd come in the studio. I said, and I, you know, I thought he was right on the money with just about everything. And then he got into the Senate, and I said to him, I said, Richard, we were on a first-name basis. I said, Richard, if you see anything uh, dishonest in Washington, because I know he was attorney general, Clear it up. Clean it up. Well, I think it's pretty smudgy now, but... Hello, welcome to the program. Hi, Sue. I just heard from a friend of mine that Larry's in the hospital. Do you know why he's in the hospital? I don't. I couldn't give you a diagnosis, but um, some kind of a virus or breathing problem. Oh, that's a shame. He's such a nice fellow. That's very sorrowful to hear that. I hope if he's listening to the radio, he knows that Mark and I are thinking about him. Yeah, a lot of people like Larry, and uh, we're we're sad to hear that uh, he's going through a hard time again. And uh, if anyone knows what hospital it is and can call in, uh, I'd really like to send him a card, because I'm out of state, and I would least like to send a card down to Larry. You're in a different state? Oh, yeah. (laughs) I don't get you at all. I get phone calls about what's going on down there, though. Well, he is in uh, the Bacchus Hospital, or has been. I don't know if he is today. Mm -hmm. Okay, I will send a card down to Bacchus Hospital for Larry Rice, then. So how do you like your new state? Oh, I like it. It's very nice. I've met some friendly people here, and I've got a part-time job, so everything is working good. You mind telling us what type of a job you have? You're taking care of people again? Well, yes, I'm helping a lady who has dementia, mm-hmm. and uh, it's private in her house, and uh, she has a nice daughter um, there to help when I'm not there. I just do it part-time for something to do. Well, good for and, you, because uh, I know you do a good job with that. <clears throat> well, thank you, and I hope everyone down there is doing well. Someone told me that Helen called in, too, and uh, that she was kind of sad. So if Helen's listening, I'll say a prayer for Helen that she feels better soon, and we love her. Well, it's great to hear from you. I hope you call us more often. We will. Take care, Stu. God too. bless thank you. Thank you. Hi, welcome to the program. Hi, how are you? Okay. Okay. It's amazing that I got through I'm okay, except when I have a little cough spasm, which seems to be the uh, flavor of the month. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so, anyway, um, when Kevin was talking about the all of those um, sayings, mm-hmm. did he say down city? No, he didn't. Nope. He didn't say down no, city, that, but we used to say one. that a lot. Yeah. Anyway, um, I wanted to talk about our president and the fact that he wouldn't give his speech at Capitol because of what happened on January 6th and they were afraid, you know, people would would mow him down or something. I don't know. So he gave a speech at the train station, mm-hmm. um, which is so full of crime that Starbucks moved out of yeah, the that, train station. that was an unusual place to have it, yes. Right. And he starts by talking about January 6th and the president who would not accept the fact that he lost the election. Mm-hmm. 
um, and how it's all MAGA Republicans that do that. However, however, we have Hillary Clinton, who is still saying that um, there was something wrong with the election in 2016. In other years, we've had them uh, saying that the voting machines, people voted for one candidate and the voting machine automatically turned it to another candidate. This was in like 2004, I think. Oh yeah, we've heard this a lot. Mm -hmm. You know, um, 2018, Stacey Abrams has still not said that she wasn't elected governor. It was, uh, you know, voting irregularities. Um, It's not just the Republicans who question elections. And he's saying there are over 300 candidates running across the country who are um, election deniers and how fearful we should be of them. Not true. You know, um, whether they thought that there was a problem with what the last election, which I actually still think that there were problems and I hope that they're solved for this election. Um, um, let me say, the, let say, me say this. That that it, let me say this. Biden is my let me say that. President. Let me say this. That if I'm working with uh, President Biden, I would tell him to please get off the get off of the Donald Trump wagon and talk to the American people and say, "Look, I know we have an inflation problem and this and this, and this is what I'm trying to do to make it better." Instead of going back to the same old rehashing with Donald Trump, I don't think it's uh, advantageous for him to do that. I think he's foolish. You said what I was going to say next. Oh, really? Oh, okay. <laughs> yes, yes. No, I mean, that's all they're talking about. They're talking about abortion, how, you know, they're going to, they're going to, um, de, you know, defund or, I mean, make it criminal to have an abortion across the nation, and they're talking about January 6th. They're not talking about what they've done for our country. Now, if you're, if you're an average person, you think about, uh, well, why doesn't he talk about the problems? Mm. You know, I mean, the price of gas, the price of oil is, is outrageous. People are going to be freezing this year. Um, the price of groceries, the, there's still a supply um, problem. There's still problems with, in some areas with people getting baby formula. I mean, that's been over a year. It's outrageous that there's still a problem getting getting that. I know I need to use, um, yeah, distilled water. It's not available. Um, there's still a supply crisis. What is they? What are they going to do about it? What are they going to do about inflation? What are they going to do about the price of gas? Well, that's what he should be talking about. Our reserves, which are there for an emergency. It, it, you know, or buying oil from Venezuela or Saudi Arabia, please do something. That's what they should be running on. And because they're not running on that, you should not vote for them. <laughs> That's what I say. All right. Thank you. Know, you. I know Biden's not up, but the Democrats are. And as I said before, I'm not voting for any Democrat who was there and didn't try to stop any of these spending bills from happening. You know, if I was in West Virginia, at least Manchin gave it a, you know, a, a shot initially, then he caved, but he at least had the um, thing going. And perhaps if our senator, 
Blumenthal had joined Manson, maybe others would have joined him, and we could have stopped some of these spending bills. That's what caused the inflation. So, you know, one man can't do anything, but Manson did. You know, I mean, he did cave at the end, but had more of them joined him, maybe we wouldn't have that extra um, amount. All right. Good to hear from you with your point of view. Thank you. You're welcome. Hello, welcome to the program. Good morning, Stu. Morning, sir. Well, I'd like to have people informed when they vote for this early voting. Yes. Early voting. People don't realize that uh, voting booths are stocked with employees that somebody's got to pay for. Mm-hmm. And they got to put these voting machines away and secure it. And to me, I, I don't know who's going to pay for this. And it be the same hours as a normal polling booth is open. And the ones that it, it's going to go by vote on the ballot this November, and the party in control is going to ramrod it through. So I, I don't know if you should have a registrar of voters from Norwich explain what early voting means and what the cost involved. Well, that's, that's a good point, and I'm going to tr- try to get a hold of somebody today, maybe on the show. Okay, thank you very much. That's my opinion. All right, appreciate it. I can't believe it's Thursday already. I mean, all these things I'm planning to do. You're on the air. Welcome. Good morning. Yeah, good morning. Hey, uh, second time on the uh, debate last night. Mm-hmm. The one thing I, I do agree with that the Republicans are going to do, they're going to uh, get rid of the 87,000 IRS agents. Well, they're going to try to mm-hmm. do that. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, that's the best thing to do there because we we don't need that. Uh, that's ridiculous, and uh, there's, there's there's no reason for that. And number two, the president, his speech last night, and all the speeches he's given, I've heard from people on uh, political shows that uh, politicians that are uh, that win elections, they don't delve in the past. They tell what they're going to do in the future. It appears that's all he's got, unfortunately. And he, he's not going in the, in, in the in what he's going to do in the future. He's he's stuck on Donald Trump, and he's he's uh, calling everybody. Basically, I'm a Republican. He's basically calling everybody a Republican a uh, you know criminal. Um, and and, and uh, uh, the. And I can understand the abortion issue. I really can because that's that's something I really don't like to talk about because it's so it's so deep. It's not even funny. Oh yeah, it's a tough issue. Very tough. Yeah. Very tough. But I got news for you. Um, it, they're going to lose. They're going to lose big. I don't. But know. I just hope the Republicans they look for the future and not look to be vindictive. Okay, we'll see what happens. You know, politicians are politicians, so we'll see what happens. <laughs> you got that right. Thank you. Let's take a break. We're looking forward to hearing from you. Save 30 to 80% off retail every day. Box Drop Mattress and Furniture Outlet. Get it now, because it may be gone tomorrow. Box Drop Mattress and Furniture Outlet is a clearance center with prices so low, our stuff flies out the door. When it's gone, it's gone. Shop in now. Limited quantities. Don't miss your chance to save. 90-day financing. No credit needed. We deliver statewide. Name brand furniture for less. Come in now. Get it now. Save now. Box Drop Mattress and Furniture Outlet in the Montville Common Shopping Center on Route 32 in Uncasville. 
and at BoxDropShorelineCT.com. As our state senator, Heather Summers is delivering results for Eastern Connecticut and challenging the status quo in Hartford. Fighting for our families, Heather Summers worked across party lines to pass a $600 million tax cut, stood with police to keep our communities safe, and defended parents' rights in our schools. Fighting for lower taxes, Summers successfully eliminated retirement taxes for seniors, expanded the child tax credit, repealed the tax on medical centers, and paused Connecticut's gas tax. Fighting for affordable, high-quality health care, Heather Summers passed a landmark plan to combat the opioid epidemic, helped ensure first responders with PTSD get the care they need, and passed solutions to expand access to care for women. Heather Summers is fighting for our families, for lower taxes, and to deliver results for us. I'm Heather Summers, candidate for State Senate, and I approve this message. Paid for by Heather Summers for State Senate. Constantine Adipos. Progressive Snapshot can save you money based on how you drive and how much you drive. So the safer you drive, the more money you could save. Now, if you didn't hear that because you were yelling at another car while driving, let me say it again. You need to calm down. Yelling is just making everyone as stressed out as you are and letting them all know that you definitely aren't trying to save with Progressive Snapshot. And if you did hear it the first time because you weren't yelling at another car, nice work. You'd love Snapshot from Progressive because it rewards safe drivers. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Snapshot not available in California and North Carolina or from all agents. WIC is with Stu, 57 degrees. Welcome to the program. Hi, Stu. I got my prayers for Larry out of the way. Well, that's good. I'm glad you got those through. Well, you know, um, I didn't know about Marvin, and that kind of just was like, if it's hidden, you can't pray for him, then, you know, prayer changes things. In my book, it's true, because I've seen it. Good. Um, But uh, on the uh, political realm, no, I didn't watch the Blumenthal thing last night. I have no interest in him because he's not him anymore for Connecticut. He's him for whatever the Democrats want. And everybody has to know, they couldn't get all of the bills passed if all of the Democrats in the Senate and all the Democrats, minus Manchin, and all the Democrats like Courtney in Congress, voted for all of this big spending. I heard a woman call in on a show of Joe Pags I was listening to last night. Yeah, late. And he's, the woman said, I don't want to hear anything about Social Security and, and, and what they're saying the Republicans are going to do. If the Democrats cared about Social Security, all of the billions we are sending to Ukraine could have shored up our Social Security here. And she's right. I never thought about that. Because you know what I heard? Tally of all the countries plus the U.S. who pledged $50 billion, all the countries so far have given $100 billion to the Ukraine. But that money and our oil reserves are going to Europe. That's why they're being drained out and we don't have any more. This is all on the Democrats' head. And Lamont, I can't stand him because he made a deal with Eversource. And now our, our rates are going to go up. And, uh, and they're threatening blackouts. And I did hear that on two different stations in Connecticut. And so it's like the Democrats... What I feel is going to happen, they know they're going to lose. I'm calling it turnover Tuesday next week. From We're going from the left, 
and uh, throw it over to the right. And we're going to win. Susan. And we're going to be punished. Susan, I want you to... I want you to do this for me. Do you have a reclining chair? Well, I'm sitting on the edge of the bed right now because I'm, I'm in another room, no, so no one has to hear me. To sit and relax today. Oh, I am. Take a few I'm deep excited. breaths. And think of some of the good things, the pluses that we have. Um, okay. You have some good pluses that, you know, um, boy, I'm so grateful I have this or that or... Oh, well, I, I like seeing kind of like a normal fall because this is called Indian Summer, November 1st, when it warms up. In my Weather Proverbs book, it's just this called is Indian this is Summer. So we have warmth right now. It's a beautiful and day. yes, we're saving on oil. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know what I don't get? What is it? When I look at the stock page, and I do follow it because I like to know what gold and silver and all that it. Oil is something like three sixty-seven a gallon and eighty some dollars a barrel. I don't get unless they are definitely making a profit. Why it's five or more a gallon? I don't get it because it's not that in the paper. Well, maybe the president's right. They're doing something that's not a little shady, but. Uh, and here's hmm. one more thing for you know you hear all those invest in gold and invest in silver or buy coins and buy this and buy mm-hmm. that. Well, when we get the American Legion magazine and TV and all that, they have like one page where they're selling silver coins and gold. And I'll look at, like, it looks like a walking liberty or whatever, and it's in silver, and it says it's worth $1, okay, printed right on it. It said, you could use this coin, uh, you know. Well, if you you print $1 on it, and you can use it to go shopping, why are you going to pay... $129 $129 for that coin when it's when you can only use it on for shopping for one dollar. If yeah, well, maybe I they was think it's going to be worth to more. Buy gold or silver, get it in a bar, a Swiss bar. You mean a bar with booze? No. Oh, a Swiss no, bar. No, yes. they look about the size of a gum pack, and you can buy them in one ounce gold and one ounce silver, okay, and well, it'll say it right on it. Not. <laughs> a monetary amount because somebody off the street will say, you pay for one ounce gold coin. We know it's over $1,600. No, it's $1,600 right now. And on it, it only says it's worth 50 bucks. So you're going to say, hey, this coin is only worth 50 bucks. Well, wait a minute. I paid the normal one ounce price for it. Oh, no, 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 no. It's only worth 50 bucks. Okay. Don't buy a coin with that price on it. You've got to buy a bar. All right. Thank you, uh, Sue. We'll talk to you later. Bye. Okay. Hello. Welcome to the program. Hi there. Hi, Sue. Hi. Um, 8 o'clock, Susan, is funny. She's good. I like her. Well, I'm sure she'll appreciate that. Well, yeah. Um, <laughs> She's funny. I'm listening to the radio this morning and uh, people calling in and whatnot, and let me tell you, if I was there with uh, French Helen and that guy talked to her like she said he did, I would have wailed on him and asked for the supervisor and nip it right in the bud. So I want to, to cheer her up. Maybe you can play a dozen yellow roses for her. Well, that's her favorite song for sure. I know. <laughs> so, um, 
you know, she'll be fine. Uh, but I would have nipped that right in the butt. Uh, but I wish I was there to defend her. Um, I have no trouble listening to her on the radio. I don't think anybody has. Uh, so well, listen, um, sometimes we 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 don't understand people. You know, it happens. I mean, I know when when I'm checking a cable bill and they send me to another country. Sometimes I. Um, don't quite understand what they're saying, but I'm certainly well, yeah, polite they, to them. If they could sometimes speak louder, because sometimes it's low, that's what I find. Mm-hmm. And if they have an accent, it's even tougher to try to understand. Sometimes it takes a, a delayed almost 10 seconds before you register but what I wouldn't, they're I wouldn't insult saying, them, you know? but there are some times when I just don't understand what they're saying. That's all. Yeah, um, well, then you'll have to... Yeah, but you could do it in a polite way and just ask for someone else mm-hmm. to speak with because, you know, you're having trouble communicating. But um, the way she said he, you know, um, yeah. made the remark or whatever, that was not appropriate coming from no, of a course person not. you're speaking with from a business. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, they should be polite and, right, it was and an, it was an ignorant person. And be patient. Um, the other thing I wanted to say was I missed the debate between, oh, man, I can't believe I I missed it, uh, between Blumenthal and Levy. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, only what I heard on the news, which was just clips, but I wish I uh, heard yeah. the whole thing. Well, then you could have given uh, me an analysis that you feel who won, but you didn't see it, so what are you going to do? Say that again? I said you didn't see it, so you really can't judge it. No, I can't, but, um, <clears throat> you know, it sounds like uh, you had some good people, you know, some people had uh, whatever their take on it, and then you have some that are judging by the character, not the content. Mm-hmm. That's the most important thing of of course. When you're watching or listening mm-hmm. to a, a debate, you know, which way you want the country to go. I'm into the content, yes. Okay, Thank that's you. it. Stu Bry with the WICH weather good. Tomorrow even warmer. And we will continue that into the weekend. 57 at the moment, high today about 65. Stay with us. This is Lori Lord with Medication Awareness. How much do you know about the dangers of acetaminophen? I'll be right back with some information. The staff at Greenville Drugstore are dedicated to the health of our community. They want you to get the most from your medications. To ensure you use your medications properly, the pharmacists at Greenville Drugstore offer special compliance packaging, help with coordinating and reminding you when your refills are due, and offer a free delivery service. Remember to ask the caring pharmacist at Greenville Drugstore all of your medication questions. An independently owned Health Mart pharmacy, Greenville Drugstore has been located at 213 Central Avenue in the Greenville section of Norwich since 1951. They're here for your health. Health Mart, taking the time to listen and care. Acetaminophen, marketed as branded Tylenol and by many generic companies, is the most commonly used pain reliever in the United States. But unfortunately, Tylenol overdose is the most common type of poisoning in the world. To avoid accidental overdose, keep the following in mind. Keep all acetaminophen products out of the reach of children that many combination products have Tylenol in them, including cough, cold products, pain relievers, and sleep aids. 
and the maximum daily dose from all sources is 4,000 milligrams or less if you take other medication that's detoxified by your liver. Be careful. Know what medications you take. Medication awareness is brought to you by the pharmacists at Greenville Drugstore, a Health Mart pharmacy. We're here for your health. Okay, dads, it's time to do the Cabbage Patch, the Running Man, or something more contemporary, the Floss. That's right. Dance like a dad with your kids. Learn more at fatherhood.gov. It's 11.30. Welcome to the program. Yeah, hi, Stu. I, I, uh, my previous call, I guess I got carried away, and I, I didn't get to my the, the second topic I wanted to talk about. What, um, what would that be, sir? That would be Social Security. So I understand that's, that is a very, very big political third rail in this country, um, but there's, there, are, there are real systemic issues with it. Um, in my understanding of... Social Security is that it's basically a pyramid scheme. I'm not trying to say it like like I'm comparing it to one of these door-to-door you know salesmen, but it's in that the population is expected to grow, and uh, younger generations just are not having any kids. So your solution to that could be a number of things. You could increase the cap on contributions and then work it out so that it unfairly benefits low-income people. Um, which is probably the most politically expedient solution, and that's uh, not going to solve any of the systemic issues that are underlying. Um, the the least politically expedient solution to this, one which Republicans will not advocate, but which I would. So the the caller from the first hour that's afraid of Republicans doing this, don't worry, I'm not in power. I would make it very difficult for people to obtain birth control if they are not married. I would encourage family formation in ways that you take away the easy out. Um, it'll take year, it'll take a little bit of an adjustment period of people not liking the new the new regime. Basically, it would be the regime that some of your listeners grew up with, where and it would be different. Of course, there's stuff that's totally unfair about the past, but we've seen this. We've seen. What happened? When you got the birth control pill, when we had Griswold versus Connecticut, when we had Roe versus Wade, it actually, in a lot of ways, it hurt women because now guys could get what they want from the woman. Commitment wasn't there. The shotgun marriage went away because, of course, it's the woman's choice whether or not even to keep the kid. And the expectation to remain married. You know, now I see people get getting divorced for really dumb reasons these days. And, and I, I don't think... Uh, like a spousal abusal situation. I don't think you should have to put up with that, obviously. But it should be difficult to get a divorce. And, and if we put a priority on families, which again, you don't have to worry about the Republicans doing that. It's not going to happen. But if you put the if you put a focus on families, family formation, and reward large families, like they they do the little carrot and the stick. Romney wants to do this. They've tried it in Europe, where you give them extra money, extra benefits. That's not going to work. It can be helpful if you if you implement my new uh, my new theocratic uh, regime, if you want to call it that. But it, the the systemic issue underlying Social Security is family formation, family, and we don't have it anymore. No, oh, okay, so right. Kids don't even have daddy at home. Interesting. That's uh, a direct result of the 1950s. Interesting Whether observation. You want to admit it or not. Thank what you for that? that. Appreciate it. Thank you. Gentleman has some interesting ideas. Maybe we could touch on that as well as other things. Uh, 889-5252 and you would be next.
Noon to one, it's our lunchtime oldie break. Play a lot of tunes for you. You're on the air, welcome. Hi, Stu. Hi. I, uh, I caught the debate last night, and I enjoyed it a lot. Good, I'm curious what you thought. Uh, I like to see Blumenthal squirm. Uh, so uh, I like uh, Levy. I thought that she uh, uh, got in the last word, and I could see him. He must have been turning purple because... She had the last word, and he couldn't respond to it. And she got in that dig that he lied about serving in Vietnam, which is a terrible thing for somebody to do, to lie that they served in Vietnam. And she brought that up, and he couldn't respond to it. He must have been turning purple over there. Yeah, she got in a, a few things, and but she also talked about what most people are feeling, what's been going on wrong with the country. And she got into that. And I, I thought in that respect, when I heard the Attorney General, just my opinion, it was like the same old rhetoric. Yeah, uh, he was mechanical, like, like you pointed out before. Yeah, very mechanical. Um, when she brought up about the, uh, uh, the border crisis and all that, and she says, oh, well, you're living in the past when he brought up about, uh, you know, who supports you. Uh, you support Donald Trump, and and she kind of brought up, well, well, hey, look, where do you get your money from? And I kind of get my money from Donald Trump, and kind of, uh, you know, that that was all there was to it. But uh, sure. that other lady, and the, the the other lady that was asking the questions, was really trying to nail her on that. Well, you know, you uh, said you had Donald Trump's back, so that was the one negative thing I saw, and uh, about her. But otherwise, I thought she uh, did a good job, you know, uh, bringing up say. You know, look at look at our economy. Look at the prices. Look at you the, the yeah. oil production. Look at the yeah. the border uh, invasion. Can, and uh, so I th I thought that she nailed them on that. I mean, when she brings that up, how can you argue that? I mean, it's obvious. It's right in front of our noses. You know. Yeah. The only unfortunately, though, I think uh, Connecticut is such a blue state. I don't think mm -hmm. that uh, Levy's got a chance. I think she's gonna. She's going to lose. I wish she, she won, but I think she's going to lose anyway. And I think uh, I don't think Republicans are really going to take over Connecticut because Connecticut is so Democratic. Maybe we just don't have the right candidates, but you're you're probably right. We'll see what happens. But I thank you for uh, telling us how you feel about that. All right. Thanks, Thanks too. Bye-bye. Hello, everybody. What's for lunch today? We'll have a little turkey. Turkey? Shortage of turkeys. Everybody's got a turkey scare. Can you imagine Thanksgiving without a turkey? I have a big dish with cranberries and a grilled cheese sandwich. Hey, as long as the company's good, right? You're on the air. Welcome. Hey, Stu, I called the first hour. Listen. Are you okay? You I sound love, like you're under I the weather. I hot dogs. Excuse me? Oh, my God. Joe doesn't sound good today. Uh, okay. I hope he feels better, too. And our buddy Larry, who's not feeling good. We're thinking about him. Plenty of time for your calls before noon. 89-5252 is the number from wherever you are. You're in possession of a grandfather clock that was handed down through your family over the years. It hasn't cuckooed or ding-donged in years. It hasn't chimed or tick-tocked. So, as I see it, there are two options. You can fix it or you can sell it. Either way, you'll want a real clock guy. And Phil is your man. Phil's Clocks and Repair in Jewett City can get that heirloom of yours up and running. And if you're looking for some extra dough, he might just take it off your hands. For clock repairs and sales of almost any kind imaginable, visit Phil's Clocks and Repair on Main Street in Jewett City. It's always worth the time.
You're listening to Personality Radio, WICH Weather. Sunny, 66 today, partly cloudy, 45 tonight. Another sunny day tomorrow, and even warmer, 70. And we could get record highs on a sunny Saturday between 70 and 75. For Sunday, it's going to be cloudy with a slight chance of a shower around sunset, but still going to be warm, high of 73. That's your Channel 3 early warning forecast. Weather anytime at WICH.com. Don't forget to listen to Marty Hussberg, my buddy in the morning, and your buddy too, 6 to 10 on WICH. 57 right now. Welcome to the program. Sue, how are you? All right, sir. Thank you. I hope you're doing well. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, that's irrelevant on this question, on this particular uh, subject, but when they were, the, the caller that was calling before is about um, buying gold and silver and things. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a, a relative in Massachusetts that actually has a store that sells gold coins and He's a coin collector, but he has a business with it. And I would, I had asked him a while back, um, I want to invest in gold. He said, believe it or not, the best, the United States does not make, they don't produce coins that are pure. Canadian and foreign coins produce 99% gold coins. So if you're going to buy gold and invest in gold coins, it's best to go. It's, they're called. They're called the, the dealers that deal in it. They're it's bullion. That's what they're called. The people that sell gold in large quantities. So if I had ten thousand dollars and I went to my cousin's store, mm-hmm. I, w- I would get coins and or, or what have you. I, she was saying about the bars, but the United States doesn't produce pure gold to sell. It has other elements in it. Foreign countries such as India and Canada, it's much, you get more for your money because it's pure gold than what you're going to get from those ads you see. These are the gold, the, the, the coins. That's just a bunch of hogwash. All those commercials are things you see in magazines. Your best bet is to go to somebody who actually deals with it mm-hmm. and they will tell you the best gold. I just invested $5,000 in gold and I got coins and the coins are from actually from India and they're they're 99.9% pure meaning they don't sell 12 karat or 14 karat gold jewelry everything is 18 karat up for some reason they sell it sell their gold at a higher maybe because there's a lot of gold that from there I don't know but I do know that when you buy in gold in another country such as India um you get a pure gold, and you get more for your money than you're going to go buying at Zales or at uh, Mommy Poppy's uh, go- uh, jewelry store. Because in, in the United States, they do 12 karat, 14, 16, uh, you know, or 18 karat. They don't do that in other countries. They use higher amounts of gold in their product. So if you're going to invest in gold coins, it's best to invest in international coins, which you can get from a dealer in in the air. Well, that's good they, to know. I just want to, let me just ask you a question. Uh, you must follow it. Uh, how is uh, the price of gold these days? Uh, do you keep up with it every day? Hello? Are you there? Hi. Where'd he go? Is it something I said? Hello? Hmm. 
Just wanted to know what the price of gold is today. Hi, welcome to the program. Hello, are you there? Hi, welcome to the program. Well, this is weird. Hello? Hi, Helen, what's up? Yes, you talk about gold. My daughter, when we were in France last time, my daughter uh, gave uh, Brenda a ring for my uh, my aunt, my, my, my sister, I mean, and the man said, what is it? 14 carat gold, 18 carat gold? No good, he said. And France is 24 carat gold. Well, it's going to go to 20. I thought 18 was... You're no, pretty good the, over there, but the, now they want 24. It's it, it low, low, it's 18, but no, it's 24 card gold, very few 18 to sell. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't care about gold. You don't care about gold or silver? Or? No, I don't. No, okay. no, I don't care about that. I care about the, I wish the whole world don't stop to fight each other. Well, we all would wish it, that. Anybody other, that has any... I don't any, care what country, it's awful. Anybody that has any common sense wishes that, for sure. Oh. Oh my God, yes, it's awful. Mm -hmm. What's the matter? You see the people, they, they're younger than me, I'm sure. They have so much wrinkle in their face. And the, the lady from uh, this country bringing a box of food. Mm -hmm. Oh my God, she opened a refrigerator. It was nothing in the refrigerator. We don't, sometimes we don't know how lucky we are. I mean, you yes, see what we are lucky. other people are going through and we oh worry about my God. dumb things. You yeah. know, France is equal to here, you know. Mm. France is equal to here, it's not, uh, you know, uh, low or whatever, no, and, but I'm here now, so I have to stay with my children, mm -hmm. you know, so it's it. Well, I thank you, the two ladies you were talking about me. Uh, yeah, well, everybody loves you, Helen, here, so <coughs> it's, and, uh, it's a golden day, it's, enjoy yes, it. It's a Polari. Oh, my God, mm -hmm. I pray all the time, you know, I pray all the time. I told you what I want to be, but my father said no, you know. Mm -hmm. I know I don't look like a nurse, but a nun, I mean, but I did want to be like that with, like, my aunt. And my father said, no, we have a aunt of the family, a nun in the family. It was in, in my aunt and uh, a monk. Do you know what is a monk, don't you? Yes, I do. You go village to village, you know, like Jesus Christ. Yes. But anyway, so it's it. But I'm, uh, I wish everybody be nice to each other, you know? No, we are trying. We're trying. L life is too short. You're right. But Thank I'm you. going to let you go. And have a nice weekend, you and your family. All right. You have a nice weekend, too. Thank Bye. you. God bless you. So how many carat gold? Uh, 18, 24. I know one guy that's just satisfied with just a carat. What's up, Doc? Okay, let's take another call. Welcome. Welcome, you're on the air. Hi. Oh, hi. I was wondering if you found the song Don't Laugh at Me by Mark Wills. Uh, no, I had the one by Peter Palomero the other day, but uh, Mark Wills has a good version. Uh, I haven't okay. got to can it yet. You, Sorry. Can you play I Care by Tom T. Hall? Thank you. Mm -hmm. And good morning to you. You're on. Uh, you know, can I call for Swap Shop? Yes, go right ahead. Okay. I have four items that are brand name that people ask me for as follows. A Craftsman tow-behind lawn tractor a sweeper that you sweep the grass and leaves. Also, a Craftsman gas-powered string trimmer 
with a hundred feet of free uh, line to restring it. Again, I got a lawn and garden trailer that you hook up the, and tow behind the tractor. Last but not least, I got a Craftsman tow behind lawn roller. It's a big one. And they can reach me if they're interested in these items in Norwich at area code 860-949-8119. Thank you. Yes, sir. Hi. Welcome to the program. Hey. Good to hear you. Uh, I love hearing from Sue. Well, I'm sure Sue will appreciate that. Yep. Uh, about the guests situation. This mm-hmm. is, I'm talking about natural gas. Yes. Yesterday on the Wall Street Journal said that we have so much gas really? that the commercial price of it has gone down 40%. Mm-hmm. Now, the people from Eversource, they're saying that they don't have any gas and that they're going to have, have to raise our rates. Now, I don't think either one of them knows what they're doing. But the, 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 we have gas aplenty in this country. We have enough to send gas over to Europe. We could send them cows. Yeah. Yeah, but they're going, they're going to try to outlaw cows. Yes, if you I know. remember. I know that. It makes us warmer. Our Earth people... Our Earth people, they're all worried about whether the climate's going to change or not. Mm-hmm. And I've told them time and time again that we're 100,000 miles closer to the sun than we have been in 50 years. And 50 years ago, they were talking about climate change, and the climate was supposed to get colder. Yeah, not we go warmer, through these. Colder. Mm-hmm. Now, over a period of several thousand years, the Earth has moved in and out away from the sun. Sometimes it's closer, sometimes it isn't. But climate change is inevitable. We have coal that was formed down in the Appalachian Mountains that was formed by... uh, well, dinosaurs, rhinoceros, all kinds of critters, and the coal formed from residual uh, plants, all kinds of all kinds of uh, timber, things like that, and it made coal instead of oil. But. It's not something that we have to worry about. We don't need to spend trillions of dollars trying to change something that is inevitable. Are you sure you won't enjoy driving an electric car? Huh? No. No? No. I, I have driven electric cars several, several years ago. Well, yeah. How was it? Fine. Okay. Fine, Stu. Mm-hmm. I, I worked at Pratt Whitney, and we had little bumper cars that went all over the place inside the inside buildings. You could go one mile from one end to the other in Pratt Whitney. And I, I stole one of those little buggers one morning. Well, you did, huh? Yeah. Shh. 
Yes. I drove a damn thing all over the place. Mm-hmm. But uh, they're they're smooth. They're uh, rechargeable. But they're not something that you can work with. They're not something that uh, tows steel buildings machines. There's nothing out there like that. There'd be too much battery to power something like that. Well, maybe they'll come up with bigger batteries. I don't know. So, Stu. Yes, sir. I've worked on huge batteries. Mm-hmm. Remember? I work for soup ships. Oh, yes. They, they yes. do submarines. Mm-hmm. And a submarine can be powered by battery. But not very long. Well, thanks for spreading your knowledge around on the program today. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you have a good day, Stu. You too, buddy. Hey, Thank don't you. worry about anything. For God's sake, don't worry about anything. I think that's a good point. Thanks. Yep. Don't worry about anything. Come on, what are we going to do if we don't worry about something? Hmm? I worry that my lunch is almost over and I'm still hungry. I guess we could sit in a chair and worry about everything if we wanted to. Maybe we should kind of break it up 50-50. Worry about things and then think about things that you don't have to worry about. Like, you know, the kids are here, everybody's doing okay. Hmm? Just working on a book. You're on the air. Welcome. Hello. Good afternoon. How are you, Stu? I'm okay. How are you? You need a Ricola cough drops, I think. Yeah, Ricola. <laughs> <laughs> you must find some of those around. Comes and goes, yes. In business. Mm-hmm. Um, you were talking about, um, when Kevin called, he called, talked about all kinds of old-fashioned words from the past, but um, when he talked about soda fountains, um, there is a soda fountain that still exists over at the uh, Green Line Apothecary in Wakefield. I'm glad when there's at least some around still, you know? Yeah, that's a brand new, it's not brand new, but it's, it's just a few years old, this specific place over there. And they have, um, and on the soda fountain, besides ice cream, you can get shakes and floats and phosphates and lime rookies and egg creams. Ooh, raspberry lime rookies, wow. Mm. Yeah, so that's a, a, a blast from the past, wouldn't you say? They should have a jukebox. They play um, do do music all the time in there. Oh, okay. There we go. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's right. So, um, they're open every day till eight o'clock, every day of the week. So, in case you need to check it out. Now what in town? It? It's in Wakefield. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, Green Green Line Apothecary. Apothecary. We don't even hardly use that word anymore, huh? No, because that's the blast from the past too. An apothecary. Yes. Yes. So. And besides that, I was going to tell you, in case you don't know, uh, the, the listeners, that next Tuesday night is the full lunar eclipse. Another eclipse? A lunar. Oh, it's a lunar. All right. So you've got to go outside at night, uh, and especially if you're, if you're in this area, if you feel like going out all night long. Uh, the Nintegrit Park um, in Charlestown is going to be open. That's mm-hmm. the darkest place in the state. I've been there, uh, yeah. They, they, uh, they're going to be open for... People like us to come in at two thirty for two between two thirty a.m. and six a.m. They're going to let people in for that reason. So it's going to be this Friday. No, next Tuesday. No, next Tuesday. What did I get Friday in the head? Next Tuesday. It's yeah. a full lunar eclipse. Yes, full lunar eclipse. And if you want to go to see it in per- person at that facility, mm-hmm. unless you have a dock yard of your own and you want to stay out all night, it's going to be happening between 2.30 and 6 a.m. 
So, so between 2.30 and 6, you, anytime you go out at that time, you're going to see it? You should, yeah. If you want to stay out for the entire, you know how long it takes for the lunar eclipse to mm-hmm. get dark and then get light again. Right. It takes It takes about three hours for that whole thing to happen. Are you going to do it? You're going to get up I don't early? Know. I, I, I don't know. I mean, I'll be thinking about it. So my yacht is pretty dark back, back mm-hmm. here if there's nobody's with lights on. But you've got to have a dark environment to see this stuff. Yeah, maybe I'll take a nap and uh, check it out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and then get up about 2, 3 in the morning and take a look. Go sit in a chair outside and, you know, bundle up and take a look. Well, I can always count on you to keep me updated on these things. <laughs> Every Friday they have, a, at Nittergrit, they do have the um, the place open for viewing of the stars and everything else, and they talk about that over there at Nittergrit. They do have that for three hours, I think, 7.30 to 10.30 every Friday night, but the, this is a special event for uh, us to go see the moon. Well, that's great. All right. Thank you so much for calling. Okay, take care. Have a good day. You too. Bye-bye. All right, Alice, let's go to the moon. Good stuff. Welcome. You're on the air. Hi there. Hello. All right, let me take a break, and we'll try that line again. 889-5252 is the number. As our state senator, Heather Summers is delivering results for Eastern Connecticut and challenging the status quo in Hartford. Fighting for our families, Heather Summers worked across party lines to pass a $600 million tax cut, stood with police to keep our communities safe, and defended parents' rights in our schools. Fighting for lower taxes, Summers successfully eliminated retirement taxes for seniors, expanded the child tax credit, repealed the tax on medical centers, and paused Connecticut's gas tax. Fighting for affordable, high-quality health care, Heather Summers passed a landmark plan to combat the opioid epidemic, helped ensure first responders with PTSD get the care they need, and passed solutions to expand access to care for women. Heather Summers is fighting for our families, for lower taxes, and to deliver results for us. I'm Heather Summers, candidate for state senate, and I approve this message. Paid for by Heather Summers for state senate, Constantine Adipos, treasurer. The Yukon Sports Network from Learfield. Throws up top, and he caught it! And he's in the end zone! Oh, what a play! This Friday, the Huskies clash with UMass. And caught in the end zone in a corner! What a catch! Touchdown, UConn! Our coverage begins at 5.30 on your home for UConn football. Catch all the action of UConn football all season long on 94.5 and 1310 AM WICH in Norwich. Stu Breyer with you. Don't forget to get your flu shot because we're hearing a lot of stuff around. You're on the air. Welcome. Okay. I have heard of an egg cream, but I'm not sure what's in it. But I've never heard of a lime Ricky. Could you... um, Please, uh, oh, that's interesting. Me. I'm going to explain a lime Ricky for you. Well, obviously, there's lime, there's <laughs> soda water, and there's syrup. So, and then they have a raspberry lime Ricky, which is a raspberry syrup with soda and uh, uh, something like that. It's been a long okay. time since I had one, but I used to uh, love those. My, I know you got to get going to do your noon thing, but my uncle used to run a Friendly's mm-hmm. in Waterford um, where the old Benny's was. And I remember on Fridays going to the hairdresser with my aunt and then going to get my Friday night supper of cheeseburger, french fries, and a Coke. And you know what it was. He put two squirts of syrup mm-hmm. and then the soda water. And I'm only 60, and I totally remember that's how we got a Coke. Yeah, oh, sure, that's right. Yeah, Coke uh, with syrup. 
Mm-hmm. Yep, Coco. So what you got for today? You got a theme or what? I loved your blues thing yesterday. That was uh, lovely. I don't know. Love. We'll come up with we'll come up with something. But I remember lime rickies were very refreshing and very sweet. And you know, well, of course, I ate anything sweet when I was a kid. So I put lime in my seltzer water when I get flavored seltzers, and just my regular water. I put lime mm-hmm. and lemon, and I've been uh, more attracted to the lime for some reason. I I like it. Yeah. Here's a good one. Put the lime in the coke. The lime That's and the coconut, and call me in the morning. Harry Nielsen, you got it. All right, well, we'll, we'll listen up and see what you're doing today. Have All a good right. rest of Thank your day. Thank you. Ah, bring me the old soda days, sitting at the counter. Milkshakes. No, originally milkshakes didn't have ice cream in them. Now they have ice cream in it. And I don't know if they still do this in Rhode Island, but they call a milkshake with ice cream in it a cabinet, which makes no sense whatsoever. But now it's a good old-fashioned milkshake. So what do you call something that... A milkshake without the ice cream? Is it still a milkshake? Hmm. I don't know. Be yelling for your money back. So listen, uh, thanks for listening. Got a lot to go today. And uh, after the news, it'll be lunchtime oldies. W-I-C-H-A-M and F-M. See what direction we may go today. If you're a bingo player, by golly, Thursdays, it's Groton Bingo. 6.30 at the Elks Lodge, 2163 700 Road in Groton. Kitchen will be open 4.30 to 6.30. You can do a lot of eating in that time. For more information, 860-445-2163. Under the B, 12. It's a vitamin. WICHAM 1310 Norwich, 94.5 W233DB in Norwich. With uh, 59 degrees 5 today. Coming up to noon, and we'll check in with the Town Hall News right now. Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm John Scott. Applications for jobless benefits fell slightly last week. Unemployment claims for the week ending October 29th fell by 1,000 to 217,000 from 218,000 the previous week. The Labor Department also reports the four-week moving average ticked down by 500 to 218,750. Applications for jobless claims have remained historically low this year, even as the Federal Reserve has increased its benchmark borrowing rate six times in its effort to cool the economy and tame inflation. Correspondent Jeremy House, the head of the Job Creators Network, says small business owners are likely to vote Republican in next week's midterms, given that so many have been hurt by the Democrats' big government policies. Our members are, are clamoring for change. I mean... They have been killed. I mean, during during COVID, after the pandemic, all the you know ridiculous rules, regulations that are pinning them now. Job Creators Network President Alfredo Ortiz interviewed by the Salem Radio Network. Also at townhall.com, President Biden delivered a speech on democracy that's getting a lot of attention from Republicans. President Biden's remarks on democracy at a DNC event in Washington, D.C. is getting reaction from Republicans in Congress. House Republicans tweeted, Biden once again ignored the issues most important to Americans, the economy, crime, energy, the border. Senate Republicans tweeted, record inflation, endless spending, economy and recession, open borders, surging crime. That is the Biden legacy in just two years. Bernie Bennett reporting. Stocks lower and Treasury yields again bumped up against multi-year highs a day after the Fed 
indicated that its fight against inflation is far from over. The Dow is down 117 points and the Nasdaq 150 points lower. More at townhall.com. Hi, I'm Al Abaroa, founder of Knight Strategic Wealth. Inflation is a problem, markets are volatile, and the risk of running out of money in retirement is real. That's why I love annuities, and you should too. Your financial advisor doesn't want you to know that with our annuity strategy, when the stock market goes up, you earn a market-linked return that locks in every year, and when the stock market goes down, your annuity won't lose a dime. There are no unnecessary fees, and it works for your investments, money at a brokerage firm, or even money at a bank. It's simple, it's safe, and you should only invest if you learn the facts. And that's why savvy investors work with us. Want to learn more? Text FREE to 833-898-0500, and we'll send our retirement readiness kit directly to your phone right now. If you want to use safe, low-fee annuities to build a retirement portfolio that will go up with the market and never lose money, get our retirement readiness kit today and see how this strategy can help secure your future. Text FREE to 833-898-0500. Text FREE to 833-898-0500. Russian forces have been targeting local mayors and authorities in a bid to control populations. Early on in Russia's invasion of Ukraine, soldiers kidnapped and threatened to kill Melitopol mayor Ivan Fedorov. Fedorov says the bullying and threats continued throughout his captivity. They want to kidnap me and hold me and uh, bring me to prison to Donbass. Although he wasn't beaten himself, he said wild screams from his neighboring cell would tell him what was waiting for him. Fedorov is one of 50 local leaders who have been held in Russian captivity in an attempt to subdue cities and towns coming under Moscow's control. Experts say the tactic is used when invading forces are unable to subjugate the population. I'm Karen Chamas. Greece's Coast Guard says 22 migrants confirmed dead, 34 missing, a boat sank in treacherous waters between the islands of Avia and Andros. Breaking news at townhall.com. Portland, Oregon City Council plans to vote today on whether to restrict homeless encampments in certain areas. The proposal calls for the creation of at least three large designated campsites for the homeless and to ban the rest of the roughly 700 encampments that are currently scattered across the city. More than 3,000 people in Portland are without shelter. That's a 50% jump from 2019. The plan was unveiled last month by Portland Mayor Ted Wheeler who said the homeless should be located closer to the services they need and he calls the homeless crisis in the city a human catastrophe. Opponents of the plan say camping restrictions effectively criminalize homelessness and fail to address its root causes. I'm Donna Water. Another check on Wall Street. The Dow down 82 points, the Nasdaq off 134. More on these stories at townhall.com. <laughs> They're playing lots of music from years and years ago. The songs that we grew up with are just a memory. But every day from noon to one, we're making history. Amen. 
fine she probably wants them back you know that works sometime new york city is the name of that group new york city that's must be a very big group huh we uh playing a different mix for you every day hope you enjoy the tunes we've uh, got for you right now how about a song that you don't hear much by the beatles because it was one of their album cuts but very popular well, I'm looking through you. That could scare you. I'm looking through you. Where did you go? I thought I knew you. What did I know? You don't look different, but you have changed. I'm looking through you. I'm moving, I cannot hear Your voice is soothing, but the words aren't clear You don't sound different, I've learned the game I'm looking through you, you're not the same Why tell me why did you not treat me right? Love has 
X-ray vision, that must be interesting. Uh, Beatles, Stu's Lunchtime Oldies. How about a little window music? Yep, for that, here are the Hollies. You've heard of window dressing, this is window music. Looking through any window, which means you're a peeping Tom. I wouldn't be singing about it. Let's take a peek out the back door. Have you been there lately? Yeah, gotta get some of the shrubs cut. Can't see out the back door window. Just got home from Illinois. Locked the front door 
Having fun looking out the back door. See, you can find fun in everything. We're just taking a look at some songs right now, and uh, this is a wonderful thing to look at. It's The Eyes of Love. It's when my dog was hungry, he used to give me that look. I think he just loved food. In the eyes of the world I'm a loser just wasting my time First big mistake I can't get a break But in the eyes of my woman I stand like a hero, a giant A man who's as tall as can be Nothing kind of a guy Who just live and die In the eyes of the crowd I'm another good Joe on the street
It's a nice look, isn't it? Looking through the eyes of love. Uh, Leslie Gore knows about that. Except he's looking at the wrong gal. Look at the way he looks at her. Stu's Lunchtime Break, WICH. We'll take a look at some more hits on our lunchtime oldies to have fun with in a moment. Protect your family, protect your farm. FarmSafe 811 reminds you to never assume location or depth of underground pipelines and utilities. Always contact 811. Learn more at farmsafe811.org. This is Mayor Pete Nystrom, along with School Building Committee Chairman Mark Betancourt, speaking with you concerning the school bonding referendum that's on the ballot November 8th. State reimbursement will reduce Norwich's cost by two-thirds, and we may be able to save more than that. Failing to pass this referendum will force the city to pay for repairs to existing schools with no state reimbursement and actually cost the city more than building new schools will. I, for one, do not want to pour good money after bad trying to support 
an inefficient and old system that costs too much to operate and doesn't properly support our students. With state reimbursement, it will actually cost less to build new. It will allow us to save operational costs, provide the best opportunity for our students, and make Norwich a more attractive community in which to live. Building new schools just makes sense. This is Mark Betancourt. I ask that you please support the school building referendum on November 8th. This ad was paid for by attorney Samuel Browning and or Mark Betancourt. WICH is part of the Hall Communications Radio Group. From time to time, WICH has staff openings in various departments, such as sales, programming, promotions, and engineering, as well as the business office. When positions do become available, it is our policy to notify various organizations so that they can let their members be aware of them. WICH would be happy to add your organization to our notification list. Simply call us at 860-887-3511 and ask for Bob Reed. WICH and Hall Communications encourage minority and women's organizations to participate and are equal opportunity employers. WICH weather, sunny today. Temperatures sneaking up to the middle 60s. Not so cool tonight. And then tomorrow we could get about 70 degrees with sunshine. We'll quit while we're ahead. Right now it is 60 degrees. How many of you saw the movie... Urban Cowboy with John Travolta and Deborah Winger. That's when they were riding the mechanical horses. I don't know if they're still popular. A lot of people got bow-legged after that. They had a few great songs from that movie, Urban Cowboy. Here's one of them. Speaking of looking, Johnny Lee's looking for love. Searching their eyes, looking for traces. 
To know her better, you'll be looking for an attorney. There you go. Johnny Lee. I was looking for keys this morning. All right, let's take a look at this song by the Chantels. See if uh, this brings back some war memories for you. The hypnotic song called Looking Into My Eyes. Uh, don't look at my bill.
you doing? This is Tony. Yeah, and I'm his cousin Tony. And we're here to talk about that old stinky oil tank in your basement. Oh, yeah, that's old. And service station equipment. Oh, yeah, that's good. So here's the deal. Our other cousin Tony had globules coming out the, the thing on the floor in his basement. It was terrible. Oh, bad. Turns out that oil tank was older than grandma and a half. Must do the galaga. Exactly. Dangerous, too. Here's the thing with service station equipment. They know that oil tanks that are 20 to 25 years old should be replaced. Funny, that's what my wife says about me. So at service station equipment, they can come, take that junky tank out, and install a Roth tank that will never rust. Service station equipment. And comes with a 30-year warranty. Hey, after that, who cares, huh? Hey, good point. It's about time you said something. So if you're wondering about that oil tank, call 1-800-801-TANK. Or Google them on the Gastagudi net at ssc-inc.net. That's service station equipment right here in Uncasville. Basta la And Martin McKinney. Oh, I hear we got skinny. Basta la Producing wire, rope, and welding, hydraulics, and hospitality. These things may not have a lot in common to you and me, but Congressman Joe Courtney knows they're just some of the industries and the jobs fueled by a strong shipbuilding economy. So, as chair of the House Armed Services Subcommittee on Sea Power, Joe Courtney worked with both Democrats and Republicans to double the Navy's budget for submarines. Just one of the reasons Joe Courtney is ranked Connecticut's most bipartisan member of Congress. And for us, Courtney's leadership on submarine production is producing jobs and economic opportunity in Groton and New London. But also from Plainfield to Enfield, from Basra to Tolland, from Ledger to Waterford, and on and on. Economic development from shipbuilding and a stronger future all across eastern Connecticut? Yep, now those things go hand in hand. Just like job creation and Joe Courtney. I'm Joe Courtney, and I approve this message. Paid for by Joe Courtney for Congress. All right, if you're going to give somebody the look, it should be the look of love. No, 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 none of those dirty looks. <laughs> That's a doity look. We have a few look of love songs here. This may be the best one. Is in your eyes the look your heart can't disguise the look of love is saying so much more than just words can ever say.
Such a sweet voice, didn't she, huh, Dusty Springfield? The Look of Love uh, came from a James Bond movie, I believe, called Casino uh, Royale. There was another version of that song. We're just going to play a little bit of it. So both of these made the top ten, but here's the one by Sergio Mendes and Brazil 66. Long time ago. Here's a little bit of their version of The Look of Love. So we take a look at that one, too. One more song, and then we'll stop peeking and get into some other things in our lunchtime mix. But here's a mix about looking for things. Back in the doo-wop days, the street corner singers were always looking for an echo. They could find it in hallways and cellars and garages. And uh, Kenny Vance wrote a song about it. These folks met in uh, New York City, and they were looking for echoes. Let's take a look. I know I left my echo somewhere. And what high school did you guys go to? Where did you meet? How did you start singing together? At Erasmus Hall High School. Me and Victor and Nappy And two neighborhood guys We were singing oldies But they were newies then And today when I play my old 45s I remember when We practiced in a subway To the wall, and if we went to a party and they wouldn't let us sing, we'd lock ourselves in the bathroom and nobody could get in. Cause we were looking for an echo and answer to ourselves, a place to.
classic song if you ever get a chance to see Bowser and his uh, big big show in January at Mohegan Sun he has Kenny Vance there who wrote and sang that song looking for an echo. Do you know when Elvis first moved to RCA Victor Records um, you know he had a terrific singing voice but they thought well let's give it a little bit of an echo he didn't use it later on in his career but here he is with his echo in the beginning. Well since my baby left me well I found a new place to dwell well, it's down at the end of Lonely Street, that heartbreak hotel where I'll be. I'll be just a lonely baby. Well, I'm so lonely. I'll be just so lonely. I could die. Although it's always crowded, you still can find some room for broken hearted lovers to cry there in the gloom. Be so so lonely, baby. I'll be just so lonely. I'll be so lonely. I'll make a Man, the bellhop's tears keep flowing. The desk clerk's dressed in black. Well, they've been so lonely on the street. They'll never, they'll never look back and think of something. I'll so lonely, baby. I'll be so lonely. I'll be so lonely. I'll make a if your baby leaves you, you got to tell the tale. Or just take a walk down on the street to Heartbreak Hotel, where you will be, will be, will so lonely, baby. Well, you will be lonely. You'll be so lonely, you could die. Well, it's so lonely 
Very slowly they could die. Elvis with the echo. Of course, he didn't need it with that voice, huh? Heartbreak Hotel. Amazing, huh? He moved over from Sun Records to RCA and started off with that and... The rest was history. Well, here it is Thursday. You're starting to plan on the weekend. What's up? What's going on this weekend? Oh, come on. Sammy. That's why I'm in the shape I'm in Here another Saturday night That I ain't got nobody I got some money Cause I just got paid Now how I wish I had someone to talk to I'm in an awful way Now Another fella told me He had a sister Who looked just fine Instead of being my she had a strange resemblance to a cat named Frankenstein. Here another Saturday night, and I ain't got nobody. I got some money, cause I just got paid. Now how I wish I had some shit to talk to. I'm in an awful way, yeah. It is another weekend, I ain't got nobody. Man, if I was back home, I'd be swinging two chicks on my arm. Oh, yeah. Listen to me, huh? It's hard on a fella when he don't know his way around. If I don't find me a honey to help me spend my money, I'm gonna have to blow this down. Here it's another Saturday night, and I ain't got nobody. I got some money cause I just got paid Now how I wish I had some shit to talk to I'm in an awful Everybody sang another Saturday night And I ain't got nobody I got some money cause I just got paid Now how I wish I had someone to talk to Another Saturday night, and I got nobody. Oh, Sammy, if you do meet somebody, take her to the movies. They always like that, right? Sit up in the balcony. Well, Saturday night at 8 o'clock, I know where I'm gonna go. I'm gonna pick my baby up and take her to the picture show. Everybody in the neighborhood is dressing up to be there too. And we're gonna have a ball just like we always do. Saturday night at the movies, who cares what picture you see? When you're hugging with your baby, let's roll in the back of the 
gas technicolor and the cinema scope A guest out of Hollywood And the popcorn from the candy stand Makes it all seem twice as good There's always lots of pretty girls With figures they don't try to hide But they never can compare To the girl sitting by my side Saturday night at the movies picture it's expensive you know all right saturday night at the movies that was always the big date night saturday what are you doing saturday night hmm? oh how about tuesday monday what do you think ah oh, yes the about please don't try to sit in the balcony it's not there anymore that's dangerous but there's a lot of fun thoughts when you think of saturday nights you may want to even spell it out
yourself down there Saturday nights very popular for songs Saturday night and I think Thursday very few songs written about Thursday something about a Thursday I don't know what it is I think uh, Johnny Mathis came up with a song called Sweet Thursday but that's the only one I can remember of course Friday has a few good songs too uh, let me play one for you right now this is called Friday on my mind because you're thinking about Saturday. Monday morning feels so bad. Everybody seems to nag Coming Tuesday, I feel better. Even my own man looks good. Wednesday just don't. Friday on my mind. I remember the first time I borrowed my dad's car, and uh, I had a little den- dented fender. Well, it was my dad's dented fender, and uh, then I borrowed it again about, I think it was about ten years later. Bowbees, you're gonna love it. 
It's that time of year again. The holidays are upon us with Thanksgiving right around the corner. Valby's Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram would like to give back to the community. All month long, we'll be hosting a food drive to help those in need. Feel free to drop off canned goods and non-perishable items to our showroom at 395 West Thames Street in Norwich. In addition, for every new vehicle sold in the month of November, Valby's Motors will donate a turkey to the food drive supporting veterans at New London Homeless Hospitality Center. Planning a road trip to a family gathering this holiday season? We've got you covered with our Black Friday sales event. Drive with confidence in any of our 4x4 vehicles within our Jeep lineup or Ram pickups. We have a great selection of models on the ground ready for immediate delivery. Or visit us online at valvies.com where you can begin a custom pre-order meeting your needs. Thanks for your support and happy holidays to all. We look forward to seeing you soon. Valvies, you're gonna love it. In 2020, Ms. Olsen and her colleagues in Hartford voted into law the Police Accountability Act. Removing qualified immunity allows anyone to file lawsuits against our heroes serving in law enforcement, leaving our community more vulnerable and our fellow citizens less protected. I say enough is enough. It's time for a change. On November 8th, please vote row 4B, Pietro Camardella. My name is Pietro Rocky Camardella, and I have approved this message. Paid for by Rocky for CT9. The Yukon Sports Network from Learfield. Rebound. Loose puck. Score! The Huskies win! The ice bus rolls on. Shoot! Score! Effie Netter closes the door! Huskies will win it! Catch all the action all season long on your home for Yukon hockey. Catch many of the Yukon Husky hockey games right here on 1310 and 94.5 FM WICH. All right, I was roaming into the vault and I found a lost vinyl. We, we hear the name Brian Highland, you think of Itsy Bitsy Teeny Weeny Polka Dock Bikini, but he had other songs. This was one of his first recordings and it did fairly well. It's called Let Me Belong to You. See if you remember this one. In the vault, we found it. I dusted it off, swept it off. Make me your slave. Tie me down, make me behave. Let me belong to you. Make me be true. Tell me what I can do Let me belong to you Make me behave. 
Let me be long to you. Stick around. We've got Anything Goes. WICHAM 1310 Norwich. 94.5 W233DB in Norwich. We've got some conversation, a little comedy, and maybe some juggling. Coming up to 1 o'clock. Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm John Scott. President Biden says you can't support the outcome of an election only if you win. This is a path to chaos in America. It's unprecedented. It's unlawful. And it's un-American. I've said before, you can't love your country only when you win. Senator Tom Cotton of Arkansas took to Twitter to react to the president. Senator Cotton saying, another embarrassing, unpresidential, partisan rant from President Biden. Par for the course. Senator Cotton continued to Biden, democracy means one thing. Democrats having complete power. Also at townhall.com, top diplomats from the world's major industrialized democracies. Opening two days of talks in Germany, they're grappling with the implications of Russia's war in Ukraine, China's growing economic clout, and Iran's crackdown on anti-government protesters. Israeli election officials tallying the final votes from national elections with former Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu looking to reclaim the premiership. Applications for unemployment benefits fell slightly last week. The Labor Department says first-time claims for jobless aid fell to 217,000 last week, down by 1,000 from the previous week, and the four-week moving average was also down slightly. The total number of Americans collecting unemployment aid was 1.49 million, the highest in seven months, but still a historically low number. Consumer prices remain stubbornly high, and yesterday the Federal Reserve raised its benchmark borrowing rate for the fourth time this year by three-quarters of a percentage point in an effort to cool the economy and tame inflation. The Labor Department's October jobs report will be released on Friday. Jennifer King, Washington. Stocks have turned mixed. The Dow is ahead 13 points. The Nasdaq off 64. More at townhall.com. Charlie Dombeck here from Key City Capital. As a practicing CPA for nearly 30 years, I have found that 80% of your ability to grow your wealth is dependent upon two factors, taxes and investment performance. At Key City Capital, we improve investment performance by diversifying capital into off-market investment opportunities in passive rental real estate and alternatives like asset-backed lending. We recover dollars that clients unnecessarily pay in the form of income taxes, creating a lifetime annuity of savings. We are a sponsor of passive, affordable, single and multifamily residential rental investments, which are located in Sunbelt landlord-friendly states. These investments are the top choices in a rising interest rate and inflationary environment. They represent a store of value protecting your capital from market volatility. Learn how we at Key City Capital can help you ultimately grow your wealth rapidly. Connect with me at keycitycapital.com or give me a call at 817-912-1569. Chancellor Olaf Scholz making his first visit to China as German leader this week. It's a diplomatically delicate trip as Germany and the European Union work on their strategy toward an increasingly assertive and authoritarian Beijing. Scholz's messages will face close scrutiny. While his nearly year-old government has signaled a departure from predecessor Angela Merkel's firmly trade-first approach... He is taking a business delegation, and his trip follows domestic discord over a Chinese shipping company's investment in a German container terminal. That's correspondent Jeremy House. Schultz is to meet President Xi Jinping on Friday. A gunman in eastern Pakistan opened fire 
at a campaign truck carrying former Prime Minister Imran Khan, wounding him in the leg. The attack raising new concerns about growing political instability in Pakistan. Breaking news and analysis at townhall.com. Millions of students have trooped back to school in the Philippines after more than two years of coronavirus lockdowns. The return to school comes as the Philippines government enforced a mandatory resumption to in-person classes. However, the fresh start does not come without problems. First of all, much of the Philippines has recently been hit with flooding and damage to some school buildings caused by tropical storm Nalgai. Added to that is the long-standing problem of a shortage of teachers and classrooms. The return to in-person teaching is welcomed in a country which already has alarmingly low literacy rates. I'm Karen Chamas. Polish and South Korean officials have signed initial agreements to develop a nuclear power plant in Poland, part of an effort by Poland to lower its carbon emissions and seek energy security. It is to be built with Korean technology in southwestern Poland, about 140 miles from Warsaw. More on these stories at townhall.com. I'm John Scott. Fasten your seatbelts. It's time for the Anything Goes Hour with Stu Breyer. All right, I slipped into something more comfortable. Welcome to our final hour here, 889-5252. You can check in if you like at 889-5252. All opinions are welcome. All topics are welcome as well. Good, bad, and ugly. We'll listen to all of it. Uh, I mentioned earlier that uh, it looks like an early fluish season. I know you don't want to hear that with all the other stuff, but it's better to take precautions. Hospitals and healthcare providers in the region are handing on handling onslaught of respiratory infections associated with the seasonal flu and respiratory virus. Typically affects children. But they're seeing a lot of it, and uh, get your flu shots. I don't think you need to be afraid of getting a flu shot. It's to me, it's very important. I think I'll get mine today. You're on the air. Welcome. I got mine a week ago. Good for you. You got that over with. Great. I, I just like. I, I wish I could broadcast this to the entire New England area. Okay. Everybody, all up. That about uh, cars polluting the air and all of that evil, nasty stuff, and we have to convert everything to electricity. Mm-hmm. Ladies and gentlemen of at least New England, many, many more areas, but at least New England, look in your basement. You have an oil-fired or gas-fired furnace every, almost every house. There are some people with electric heat, God bless them, they've been paying a lot of money for electric heat for years. Mm -hmm. But most of you have oil or gas burning furnaces in your basement. Are you ready to replace your entire home heating system with electric heat? Rip out the plumbing, rip out the duct, rip out the furnace, throw it away, and put in electric heat? Have you ever thought about that idea? 
this idiot that turns off the oil lines probably doesn't have an electric furnace or doesn't give a darn if he does. Somebody else is paying for it. But all of you people in New England have those furnaces. Well, I know I know a lot about electric heat because uh, I learned a lesson, and I'm talking about in 1977 we had electric heat, and the first month it was $360, and picture what that is back in 1977, and uh, we, we got rid of that. That was more than the mortgage. That was amazing, and it's yeah. pretty high, of course, yeah. But, but, but do, do people in this area at least think about this furnace in their cellar? I don't know. Maybe they do now. (laughs) This is the engineer across the valley speaking. All right, sir. Thank you. I speak in engineering terms, not BS. Okay. Thanks. Hi, you're on the air. Welcome. Uh, Yes, who sang uh, Looking Through the Eyes of Love? Gene Pitney. Gene Pitney. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Gene Pitney was great. I thought he was a great, great singer and a great person. I interviewed him about three times and uh, left us way too soon. But what a bunch of great songs. He wrote some. A lot of his songs are written by Bacharach and David. But uh, he uh, put his great voice into them, and they were classics. And we played one of them on our lunchtime oldies called Looking Through the Eyes of Love. So, um, heating costs. We could get really upset this hour just talking about it. I'm just about uh, halfway down on my oil heat, and it's uh, the last I checked, it was a little over $5 a gallon. So I'm preparing for myself. I'm going to try to strike oil in the backyard, see what I can do. But, uh, well, we'll work this through together. And believe it or not, less than a week away, midterms voting. Can you believe it? It's coming to a theater near you. When your ride isn't running right, that's when you should run right to Quersh's Auto Repair. You'll get honest, upfront answers and great service because their experienced and highly trained techs know exactly what they're doing. There'll be no surprises because every customer gets a complete written estimate before the work begins, so you're never hit with an unexpected expense. From alignments to oil changes to certified emissions repairs, Corsha's can do it all with the right combination of the latest technology and good old-time service. They know your time is valuable, so they get the job done right the first time and in a timely manner. Do you need to service your Subaru? Take it to Corsha's. Their new Subaru specialist has over 30 years of experience. Corsha's Auto Repair, 8th and North Main in Norwich, keeping your ride running from grill to tailpipe for over 30 years. Find us online at Corsha'sAutoRepair.com. That's Q-U-E-R-C-I-A-S, AutoRepair.com. 110, welcome to the program. Hey, Stu. Hey, I'm sure you get the gist of what that gentleman was saying. Um, I don't know if he was pro-oil and gas or if he was pro-electric. I do know what you're saying about the cost of electric, because mm-hmm. even in the early 2000s, I had an elder relative whose whole house, when she built it, she just had electric, you know, no other whatever. And um, she was paying $1,000 a month 
Oh, electric is, um, I was shocked when we had electric heat. I had yeah. no idea it was going to be that much money. And, yeah, uh, and that, and, uh, yeah, and in the 70s, who made you get it? Jimmy Carter. I remember every house, because my brother and another one, my, my friend, both got their first houses in the late 70s, and they automatically came with electric heat. And what did they end up doing? Both of them. Um, ended up putting a wood stove in the cellar. It, well, a couple of ranches, you know, and, it, and it, the heat came up. And it's like, it, you know, everybody should be able, this is a free country. Whether the Democrats want to realize it or not, we are still a free country. They're the ones breaking all the rules saying you can't say this, you can't say that on the Internet, and you can't say this in a paper or on a radio station, or etc. Or you can't have a gun. Well, yeah, we can, because right now we still have the Constitution in play, and we're trying to keep it because we're a constitutional republic. He kept talking about democracy last night, and from what I heard from Joe Paggs is, he goes, a democracy is what they have in Europe, not in the U.S., we're a con. We go by the Constitution. That is. It. I want to clear one thing up. So, Jimmy Carter did not force me to have electric heat. No, he didn't say it was Jimmy but Carter. It was Jimmy Carter. Because of the oil um, embargo, you remember? You know, we had gasoline lines. I remember. I was a teenager driving a car. I know. I had to wait in line to get gas under Jimmy Carter. Jimmy wanted me to buy Billy beer, but he didn't ask me to have electric but, heat. But then, but then Reagan came in. And for eight years, the country prospered, and he was a Republican. He was the last, in my opinion, really excellent president. Economical-wise, Trump was an excellent, well, you know, we had, economics. Uh, we, with Clinton, we had from some prosperity. Oh, yeah, because you know why? He didn't mind talking with Newt Gingrich and making deals, and that you had the Republican side. No, I admit. You know, ex off Hillary. Bill Clinton, he was savvy about things, and he knew things, and he knew the country had to prosper. He was okay. Her, forget it. She's already talking about stealing elections again. I don't want to hear nothing out of her. But, you know, he was okay. You know, I have to admit that other than his playing around with women. No, but, okay, hey, but he was a charming whatever. man, and he was willing to listen, which was great. Yeah. Now, the only other thing I think the gentleman was trying to say, for New Englanders, because we do rely on keeping ourselves warm in the winter, I think what he was trying to say is that this, um, you know, wind terminals and, and, and solar and all this and, and electric, well, it has to be there for us to keep you warm. We're not prepared. And it sounds almost like they want to take away, just take away our oil and our gas and let us freeze. That's what it sounds like. All right, so that's not true, but thank you. I hope not. All right. Hello, welcome to the program. Hello. Hello there. Wow. You know, with Marvin gone, Mm -hmm. Susan, well, I, I love listening to her. Her knowledge is... So Unbelievable. She has a fan club out there, Susan's fan club. Oh, And it's yes. free to join. Oh, um, she's, you know, and I look up a lot of things that she says, you know, that she's read here and there. And, you know, it, it's true. I, I have doubt about some of the writers that write things, 
you know. But golly, she's a, a good person as far as knowledge. I don't know how she does it. What well, a brain. She listens to a lot of things and reads a lot of things. And wow. Takes a lot of, not not necessarily they're all accurate. You have to be you know, reasonable about it. But she does yeah. hear a lot of uh, different news for sure. Well, you know, years ago, uh, speaking about electric heat, one of my brothers had a house built. And the, um, the builder, you know, it was a builder. He said electric heat was the cheapest way to go as far as installing. So mm-hmm. a lot of the people, a lot of my, I believe a lot of my neighbors have electric heat, uh, but it was a cheaper way to go with electric, not that the bill was lower, it, uh, it was higher. It's, but a, clean, right it's now, a clean heat, I know I, it's expensive, but it's clean. Yeah, very clean. I always heard that. And right clean. now, you know, Stu, I kind of wish I had electric. Mm-hmm. In a way, I mean, I have, um, I have wood and coal heat. You know, I don't have to worry. I have vents in the ceilings and such. But, um, golly, I, I kind of, in a way, wish I had. The only place I have electric heat is is, is in my solarium um, for my flowers and for my bird. I also have a heat light for the parrot, you know, if I don't want to run the electric. Sounds relaxing, having a little solarium in the house, huh? Nice. Oh, yeah. A lot of work, though, with all the... I have um, gardenias and uh, all kinds of things Mm -hmm. that makes the winter seem go by quickly, you know, and um, I enjoy that. Good. I do have some butterflies now in there that are still there and they haven't uh, got into a cocoon and um, no kidding. So I enjoy that. Really? Yeah. Well, yeah. That yeah. Maybe great. one day. Are you on? Uh, are you on Facebook? Uh, there's a Facebook for me. Yes, I don't. Not a big Facebook person, but there is a Facebook. Well, I'm not really too much into that, but I would show you a picture of Polly and the the monarch butterflies that I have. My goodness, um, that's a wonderful yeah. thing. Yeah, well, you know, but like uh, nowadays with the heat so big, this is a 14-room house. Mm-hmm. It's very big, and luckily I do have thermostats in every on every floor. But I love I love and today, folks, it's lovely. Now I'm very concerned about Larry. Have you heard anything over the lunchtime? No, that he has been uh, back and forth in the hospital. That's the only thing I know. Oh my goodness, gosh. We, you know, over the years, I've been listening for about 50 years, Stu, and a lot of people have come and gone, and I just, I, I can't tell you how much I appreciate all the callers that we have, and uh, Susan, of course, and uh, what is it, uh, what's his name, the fellow that's blind. Oh, Kevin. 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 Oh, I love Kevin. Oh, he's a sharpie. Sweetest man. Mm-hmm. Sweetest man. And I heard uh, uh, Mark's mother yep. phone in. She said she's in another state and she's doing okay. Yeah, I heard that. And I, it was so lovely to hear her voice. Mm. And um, I wish we, well, I kind of like to know where she is. I'd like to send her a little card. Mm-hmm. I've been. I guess she doesn't want to anybody her. to know for some reason. Yeah, well, that's okay, that's too, okay, as long certainly. as she's happy. Mm-hmm. That's what's important. Um, I did listen to um, Blumenthal. Um, I'm not too happy with him, but 
I think it's going to be a hard, hard race to win over the top of him. I really do, and I hope I'm wrong, and I hope things get better. Mm-hmm. Um, that's all we can do, Stu. All right. Well, you enjoy the day, and then when you're you, not outside, go into the solarium. Yeah, I do. Okay, dear. Have a blessed day. You too. Thank Bye-bye. you. Hello. Welcome to the program. Hey, Stu. I Wait, Joe. Turn your radio down, Joe, please. No, so we just went off there. Listen, I had to call you. Yes. I did, Stu. Am I on? You're on, Joe. Yes, you are. Yeah. Hey, listen, I got to shout out all your callers, all your fans. And I, you know I love Philadelphia. Tonight, I'm going to watch Game 5 on Wi-Fi on my TV. Good. I'm so psyched out, Phil. But I want you to know, all your callers, the great callers, and I love you, Stu, I'm so badass. Joe, are you okay? You sound under the weather. I am a little bit under the weather, Stu. You know why? Game five. Make it or break it tonight, bro. Well, In Philly. Don't let it get you sick. You'll be snowing cheesesteaks tonight if you're walking down Philadelphia. All right. Well, I love you, brother. Take care of yourself. Thank you. Yeah. WICH. We would like to hang up and go over with them. Let me clear the air. There. 889-5252, and you would be next. If you'd like to give us some input on any subject at all. Any. Doesn't have to be politics. Can be how to play hopscotch, whatever you want to do. Sometimes we even take recipes, although it's hard to get them all down. But, uh, you know, it's uh, we call it the Anything Goes Hour. So let's go over to line 86. Welcome to the program. Well, let's, uh, we call it the Anything Goes Hour. All right, hour. could you turn your let's radio go. down, please? That would be nice. How about sports? Sure, what do you want to, what do you want to talk about? Well, I understand in uh, last night's World Series game, mm-hmm. there was a combined no-hitter. No hitter. Philadelphia did not get a hit the whole game. Isn't that something? That's never happened before. With You know, it's happened with one pitcher, but that was with Don Larson back in 1956, I think. Yeah, I remember that. He pitched against my team and. I think it was a perfect game, actually. It was a perfect game. He beat the Dodgers. Was it the Dodgers he beat? Yeah, when they were uh, when the Dodgers were in Brooklyn. In Brooklyn, I, I think uh, there's so many World Series Yankees and Dodgers that had to be right, right? Yeah, that was a that was an intense rivalry. Oh my goodness, it was amazing. Matter of fact, you could throw the then New York Giants baseball team when they were in New York. They were part of the rivalry as well. New York had three big teams. Imagine that, baseball. It was great. Within the same city. Mm-hmm. And they all were, uh, you know, everybody was broken up in who they were a fan with. It was great. Yep. Okay. That's right. it. Have a nice weekend, Stu. All right. Thank you. Hey, the Dodgers. What do they call them? The bums? They were great. Boy, they had some great players. Of course, the Yankees always sort of dominated things. But I remember when the Dodgers finally beat them in the World Series. That was quite an event. Campanella and so many great players. Pee Wee Reese. 
of course, the great Jackie Robinson. Welcome to the program. Good afternoon, Stu. Hey, what's up there? Well, I'd like to respond to the lady that has a an electric house. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I used to wire houses, I was an electrician, and th- I used to tell everybody, and I do mean everybody, that if they build a house, they should insulate it for electric heat, but put in oil. Oh, okay. Because oil drives the electricity. In other words, they produce oil, produce electricity with oil or some other substance. But with a price of oil going up, the price of electricity is going to go up. And the difference between a 100 amp service on a house, which used to be used to be traditional, the difference between that and a 200 amp, which means you could put electric heat in the house, was twelve dollars. Hmm. That was the only difference. It would cost you twelve dollars to have a 200 amp service on your house. So do you have oil heat now? <clears throat> no, sir. I have city gas. City gas. All right. Yes, sir. Working out and that okay? that is the cheapest fuel that we have. So on average, what, what would you have to dish out a month for that? About $200. Well, that's... Uh, Total. For the whole year. For the whole year? $2,400. Oh, Okay, and that is a that is a big house, Stu. Well, it's, it's a uh, big old-fashioned Victorian house. I'll let you know when I fill my tank, which would be a half when I have it filled, and it's going to be a lot more than two hundred. I know that. Yes, my son, my son fills his tank for for six hundred dollars. He's not too happy. And I bet it wasn't a full a full load either, right? No, it wasn't. Yeah. No, it wasn't. It was it was just a fill-up, Stu. Mm-hmm. I know. He didn't have to fill the whole thing, but but he paid as much as six hundred dollars, and I don't know how much he got, but uh, he wasn't too happy. I don't know how people are going to do it this winter. I, I hope they take advantage of those uh, possibilities. They can get some assistance, and there are people that will help you out on that. But well, still, I don't like this business of assistance. You don't? No, I don't. Well, I don't want people to be cold. No. Well, the, the reason being that uh, they don't give you anything. You still pay for all of this. Well, it'll help get you through the winter anyway. Well, uh, yeah. You know, I, I hate to say it. But, but you will. <laughs> I will. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, can, I can afford to heat my house this winter, mm-hmm. but the way I got it, you don't want to have it. But the reason being, the government takes money from you and me and gives it to somebody else. And we, we do this little runaround all the time, but the government doesn't give us anything. 
They take it away from us and give it to somebody else. Well, it's okay and to that, help those that are less fortunate, you know, as long as we can uh, do it ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> oh. But it, it, it's, uh, it's too expensive. All right. Well, you stay warm, but today you don't have to. It's 64 degrees. No, I'm working on the barn. Working on the barn. I'm <laughs> yeah. working on the railroad. <laughs> yeah. Have a good day, Steve. Thank you. You too. I'm a working on the barn, jumping in the haystack. I wonder if anybody ever found a needle in a haystack. That could be painful. This is Mayor Pete Nystrom, along with School Building Committee Chairman Mark Betancourt, speaking with you concerning the school bonding referendum that's on the ballot November 8th. State reimbursement will reduce Norwich's cost by two-thirds, and we may be able to save more than that. Failing to pass this referendum will force the city to pay for repairs to existing schools with no state reimbursement and actually cost the city more than building new schools will. I, for one, do not want to pour good money after bad trying to support an inefficient and old system that costs too much to operate and doesn't properly support our students. With state reimbursement, it will actually cost less to build new. It will allow us to save operational costs, provide the best opportunity for our students, and make Norwich a more attractive community in which to live. Building new schools just makes sense. This is Mark Betancourt. I ask that you please support the school building referendum on November 8th. This ad was paid for by attorney Samuel Browning and or Mark Betancourt. Coming up to 1.30, WICH2 with you. Hi. Hello. How's the family? Good? Ooh, that's amazing. It's a beautiful day. Don't sit there and hold the phone. Come on. It's time for a little sing-along. We, you know, Our buddy's been working on the barn. We've been working on the railroad. I've been, been working, working on the railroad all the live long day. Sing it. I've been working on the railroad just to pass the time away. Can't you hear the whistle blowing? Rise up so early in the morning. Can't you hear the captain shouting? Dinah, blow your horn. Yeah, blow your horn. it. <laughs> it's an adorable little song. Somebody sat down and on the railroad and wrote that. You're on the air. Welcome. Hi, Stu. Hi. I'm thinking about um, um, the, the White towns. Christmas. And you mentioned um, his name, uh, Pitney? Jane Pitney, yes. Yeah. Why don't you play A Town Without Pity? That would be a good one. Town Without or Pitney? Or Pity. Bye. Hi. Okay. We play a lot of Town Without Pity and Gene Pitney songs through the years. Mm, let's see what else is going on. Boy, I've got a fan on. It's blowing my papers all over the place, which is a blowing my papers all over the place. 
You can make a song out of every, anything, can't you, right? You're on the air. Welcome. Hello. hello? Yes, hello? I'm here. Yes, hello. Uh, Stu, uh, I think your listeners should be aware of the fact that the Republican Party in Washington is planning in the ter- headline in the New York Times today, front page, to shrink Social Security. It's led by a guy by the name of Scott from Florida, a senator, and another guy from Missouri. And the plan is, as I read it here, is to raise the eligibility age for Social Security to 70 instead of 67. I thought it was 65, but if it's 67, that's a surprise to me. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, and also, uh, to, uh, to quote the story here, the uh, ideas are being floated uh, you know, to save money. And, you know, there's no problem with saving money. But good God, Social Security and Medicare, and of course the money would go to millionaires who, uh, who don't need it. I just think it's... I can't imagine it happening, but uh, the way the world is going today, Stu, you never know. No, it's but not going to uh, happen. I don't, of course, you don't, people like uh, Courtney and Blumenthal uh, here in Connecticut, you don't worry about them. But these other people, and there's a picture of uh, the guy, Scott from Florida, he wants to make Social Security and Medicare subject to renewal every year by a congressional vote. Mm-hmm. I don't think that'll ever happen, but no, it's, a, it's worrisome. If you're in the uh, 50s or 60s, you see him screwing around at that age of eligibility, I think. Hey, did you watch the debate last night? At, uh... Uh, no, I didn't. No, didn't. Do. I, uh, okay. I had better things to do. Oh, okay. Who's the debate between? Blumenthal and his uh, opponent. Yeah. Oh, the woman. Uh, Leah, yeah. what's her name? Leah. Or, yeah. Um, yeah. I don't think Blumenthal's got any worries, but you, know, you never know in politics. Mm-hmm. And I think Courtney is solid, too, here in eastern Connecticut. But you wait until the election is over to, to be certain about those things. Yeah. What does the debate show, Stu? Excuse me? What does the debate show? Show that she was pretty, I thought she was pretty sharp. And I thought he was pretty, uh, I don't know, kind of dry and not too much enthusiasm. But she had it. Yeah. That's what yeah. I thought. And she brought up all the things that a lot of the American people are... Uh, Aggravated about crime and inflation and the border and those things. Well, I'm no doubt about that. Of course, you're a Trumpster, Stu, so no, I'm not we a don't Trumpster. worry about you. I, and you, a, you don't vote in Connecticut, do you? No, I'm not a Trumpster. Maybe everybody thinks I'm a Trumpster. I just think he, <laughs> Well, you brought it on yourself. Okay, I just think he did some things that were well, but he had the worst personality of anybody I've ever seen in office, and he aggravated <laughs> so many people, but he did do some things that were good. Well, I guess you're right about that. Some things, but okay. the package, the package is fine. No, the package, horrible. the package is why we're, yeah, the package is not good. Thank you, Sue. All right, take care of yourself. Thank you. Hi, welcome to the program. Someone's in the kitchen with Phoebe. Someone's in the kitchen. Oh, am I on? Oh, yeah, hello. Testing one, two, three. You're in the kitchen with Phoebe. Well, yeah, except I think she went back in the. Um, bedroom to sleep. Oh, yeah. You know, she's got to take the nap that I don't get. They take a lot of cat naps, don't they? Oh, yes. What is it? The average cat, I think, sleeps 22 hours a day. I didn't know that. Really? Yeah, it's it's something big like that. Gee. Uh, hmm. Huh? I didn't know that one. 
That's what I believe I read or heard or whatever. I'll ask Phoebe. Hey, I had a question about that song. I've been working on the railroad. Mm-hmm. Who is Dinah? Dinah, don't you? I, I don't know, but she snuck into that song somehow. Yeah, it's like I've never heard anybody ask that question. Who the heck is Dinah? I guess they ran out you of know, lyrics. Someone's in the kitchen with Dinah, and Dinah blow your horn. Is this, I guess it's a lady, but I don't know. Maybe it's a guy. Maybe the railroad goes through the kitchen. I don't know. It's scary. No, the railroad goes through the middle of the house. You heard that song, oh, yeah, right? that one. It's a good one, yeah. Yeah, you got to play that one. I'll see if I can find that before, too. Okay. Well, if somebody knows who Dinah is, uh, I know it wasn't Dinah Shore, was it? I don't know, but I like Dinah Shore, and I'd hang around the kitchen <laughs> with her. Oh, I'm telling. Oh, no, she just was a sweet, adorable buttons you, and bows lady. You mean you'd eat her brownies, right? Yes, yes. Okay, that's what I thought. Hey, right, i got to tell you, sure. Kev, it's almost impossible when you play that song, I've Been Working on the Railroad, not to sing with it. That's a good point. It's, not imp- it's impossible, I'm telling you. You have to, even if you don't want to, you go, you know I mean? Oops, I'm singing. And then it comes Oops, out. I'm humming. Seriously. <laughs> what, what would be some other songs like that? Oh, um, uh, oh, there's one about sunshine. Um, you are my sunshine? You are my sunshine. sunshine. How can you not at least hum to that song? Uh, a little bit, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So there's a few songs like that. And we still got to find Marty a theme song. All right, you work on that, buddy. Apparently, he didn't like my suggestion of hello, hello, hello. Mm, it's a little too short, yeah. All right, Dinah, if you're out there, call in. All right, she's in the kitchen. Right, Thank buddy. you. How can you not sing with this song? Really, seriously. I've been working on the railroad. Just, you'll be singing that all day. And Welcome to the program. Hi, hey. good afternoon. Welcome. 30 second press. Hi, W-I-C-H. Welcome to the program. Anybody home? Hello, anybody home? Okay, if you haven't called in this hour, you're welcome to do so right now at 860-889-5252. The Yukon Sports Network from Learfield. Rebound! Loose puck! Score! The Huskies win! The ice bus rolls on. Shoot! Score! Empty netter! Closes the door! Huskies are winning! Catch all the action all season long on your home for UConn hockey. Catch many of the UConn Husky hockey games right here on 1310 and 94.5 FM WICH. Boy, that guy going, scores! <clears throat> Welcome to the program. That scared me. I thought it was you. I said, Stu doesn't have that kind of a voice. No, why is he yelling at me? I didn't do anything. I'm no, just calling I, in. I can't hit that <laughs> note. Sorry. And no, I'm just kidding. Hey, yeah. uh, do you know that Alvin and the Chipmunks has a version of I've Been Working on the Railroad? No, I didn't miss oh. I missed that classic. Well, try to find it. I don't know if you can get it in today, but I had it on an album, and it's it's very funny because it's Alvin and the Chipmunks. So oh, of course there you it. go. Tell, tell Kevin. I don't know who Dinah is either, but we'll be looking for her. All right. Well, she's in the kitchen. <laughs> okay, bye. Bye. Hello. Welcome to the program. Hello. Howdy. Welcome to the barn. I got a little comedy routine coming up with uh, who's it going to be today? Yes, Brad Upton. We're going to have a little comedy with Brad Upton in just 
a little bit, but first we can hear from you if you like. If you'd like to actually speak. Producing wire rope and welding, hydraulics and hospitality. These things may not have a lot in common to you and me, but Congressman Joe Courtney knows they're just some of the industries and the jobs fueled by a strong shipbuilding economy. So as chair of the House Armed Services Subcommittee on Sea Power, Joe Courtney worked with both Democrats and Republicans to double the Navy's budget for submarines. Just one of the reasons Joe Courtney is ranked Connecticut's most bipartisan member of Congress. And for us, Courtney's leadership on submarine production is producing jobs and economic opportunity in Groton and New London, but also from Plainfield to Enfield, from Basra to Tolland, from Ledyard to Waterford, and on and on. Economic development from shipbuilding and a stronger future all across eastern Connecticut? Yep, now those things go hand in hand. Just like job creation and Joe Courtney. I'm Joe Courtney and I approve this message. Paid for by Joe Courtney for Congress. Stu Breyer, I approve this weather today, too. You're listening to Personality Radio, WICH Weather. Sunny, 66 today, partly cloudy, 45 tonight. Another sunny day tomorrow, an even warmer, 70. And we could get record highs on a sunny Saturday between 70 and 75. For Sunday, it's going to be cloudy with a slight chance of a shower around sunset, but still going to be warm, high of 73. That's your Channel 3 Early Warning Forecast. Weather anytime at WICH.com. 63 degrees currently. Welcome. You're on the air. Hi. I just wanted to know if you could play Fernando by Abby. Fernando by Abba. I don't know if we can get it in, but I'll see what I can do for you. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. Of course, we play most of the music during our lunchtime oldies, but once in a while or anything goes, hour, we get in a tune or two. Because that's why we call it Anything Goes. And now I can't get that song out of my head. Stop it! Stop it, please! I've been working on the rail. Get off the tracks! All the live long day. All right, cut the, cut the song. Hi, you're on the air. Welcome. Hi, how are you? Okay. So, I was just watching the news. Why do you torture yourself? From, what? I said, why do you torture yourself? I don't know. Okay. I'm going to have to change it to, to a movie or something. Okay. But anyway, I was watching the news. All right. In Del Rio, Texas, just that one sector, from October 1st, there have been 46,000 um, illegals. Mm-hmm. That's one sector. That's, yep. you know, I mean, we're talking hundreds of miles. What our president is doing, is, in my opinion, and is criminal. And they're doing nothing. It's criminal. And... When they're running for office, are, are any of these that are currently in office saying anything about stopping this immigration, no. doing anything about the immigration crisis? If they have, no. I haven't heard it. Let's put it that way. Right. I haven't heard it either. You know, and I, I hear a lot of commercials, and they're talking about abortion, mm-hmm. you know, and how the other candidate is going to outlaw abortion in all 50 states. Yeah. Um, Anyway, but it's, and then they were showing pictures. They had, they stopped a truck, a tractor trailer. There were 143 migrants in the body of the tractor trailer. Mm. And they were there for six hours before anybody knew that they were there. I mean, there's, they can't breathe. I mean, there's no air. There's no, 
and the heat and everything else. A lot of them then have they died. Showed, mm-hmm. They showed a um, a car accident. Um, the car flipped over. One person died. There were six, they found six people um, in the in the car after, including one nine-year-old who was stuffed in the you know back of the trunk. And then there was another one where the car flipped over. They had um, they had a, a bunch of um, I think eleven illegals in that, including one from Poland, one from Romania. This is not just those Central American con- countries that Kamala was going to fix, which she hasn't. Um, they're coming from everywhere. They're coming from everywhere to come into our country and we're not stopping it. And we're gonna have people that are going to um, hurt our country coming through, and we don't know about it. I mean, these trucks and, and tractor trailers and and everything. Um, well, anybody who follows the news, they know it's complete chaos. It's putting people, young people in danger with the drugs. It's It doesn't work when you just let everybody flow into the country. There are many people that are getting in. They don't know who they are. They don't know if they're terrorists. Uh, so it, unless you're not following the news, then you're not going to know that. But it's terrible. But, but unfortunately, if you're following only the Main Street media news, you're not hearing this. You're not hearing this story. You know, I read an article today, and I bet you any money they're going to find out that it had to do with fentanyl. One Colorado family found three sons dead of an overdose. Mm-hmm. 28, 30, and 31. Um, well, it's, it goes I'm on and on. I'm willing to that it was fentanyl. I think you're right. A lot of people are watching Main Street News, and they don't cover it like it should be covered. And... Uh, Obviously, you they're know, still that was trying. on Yahoo, but you know, if it's found to be fentanyl, it probably won't be on Yahoo. Mm-hmm. You know, I was reading some of. I I rarely read Yahoo, but I I read that one. I, it, it just out of sight. All right, don't get too I can't aggravated. Even imagine losing a son or daughter. You know, even to I mean, my cousin just lost his daughter to cancer. Mm-hmm. Um, I cannot imagine bearing a child, but three. In one day, yeah, is is beyond comprehension, and from an overdose. All right, it's, my friend, enjoy. Try to enjoy the day. All right. It is a pretty day out. Okay, good. Thank you. Bye. Hello, welcome to the program. Hello. Uh, and uh, no offense to all your listeners, because I'm one as well. But these people on a beautiful day like today got to get outside and stop watching TV. <laughs> all right. Thank you. Oh, Hello, you're on the air. Hi. Hi, Stu Breyer? Yes, sir. Oh, uh, yes. Hey, uh, I just came through home from my bank, mm-hmm. and I learned something at a bank that today that I never heard of. What's that, sir? I donate to quite a few charities and different people, right? Mm-hmm. And sometimes they send you a check for $1.50, $2, whatever. So I say if they're crazy enough to send them, I'll be crazy enough to cash it. But I go to the bank, and the lady says, I would be suspicious of some of these because they're on a fishing expedition. All they're looking for is your signal, your signature on the back of that check when I get it back. Okay, very good point. Uh, hmm. I, I never, I never, I, I've been doing it for years, and I, I've never, never thought about that. 
and uh, said the lady said they're just looking for your signature, you know. So and if it's a if it's a legitimate charity, it's no problem. But some of them are posing as a legitimate charity. Well, they're really not. But they will cash the check. But they will, yeah, well, they're looking for your signature. That's all they're looking for is your <laughs> signature. They'll cash the check, but they're going to copy the signature at the same time. It's very interesting. I had not heard that one yet. I'm glad you mentioned it. I haven't either. In 78 years, I've never heard of it, but I heard of it today. So all, all the ones I get in the mail for $1.50 or something, I think I'm just going to throw them away. All right. Good tip. All right. Thank you very much, Stu. Thank Bye-bye. you. We get such a plethora of information on this program. I, there is something that irritated me, and I'm going to mention it, and some people will get mad at me, but it's true. It's definitely true. The uh, president made a statement like he was responsible for the increase in your Social Security check. It had nothing to do with the president. So what they did, he put it online, and they got rid of it quickly because it was not true. I know politicians like to take credit for anything good but please politicians please stop lying to the American people welcome to the program hi uh, did you just call me back Sue? no I did oh okay because I, I hung up the phone and it two fl- minutes later it started ringing again so I oh okay I'm sorry thank you no that's alright that happens strange things are happening well feel like a little chuckle or two Maybe you got some chuckles in Halloween. Ten minutes till two. Here's uh, Brad Upton. He's talking about, well, millennials. See what Brad has to say today. If you saw my last special, I made fun of millennials. I don't know if you remember that or not. Yeah, it, uh, it was quite popular. Do we have anybody here tonight under the age of 30? Any 20 somethings? That's still the dumbest group of humans I've ever met in my life. You're not dumb academically, I'll get to that, but you are soft emotionally, I can tell you that. The reason I say that, when I was growing up, our parents let us play in the street, climb trees, and blow stuff up. And you know what happened if you got hurt or maimed? You got a new name. Two friends I grew up with, Amer and Niner. When Amer was six, he was in the garage with his big brothers blowing stuff up. He lost his right eye. It was closed the rest of his life. He looked like he was aiming a gun. That's how he got the name Amer. He was the Amer. Everybody called him Amer. I did not know his name was not Amer. Till the first day of third grade, the teacher said, Ross Thomas. We all went, Ross Thomas, who? Amer is your name, Ross? We started laughing. That sounded funnier to us than Amer did. (laughs) And Amer says to the teacher, no, my name's Amer. My mom is the only one that calls me Ross. And she goes, well, Amer, how'd you get that name? He goes. (laughs) Do you imagine now a kid even pretending to point a gun at a teacher? There'd be a lockdown. There'd be a helicopter above the school. My friend Niner in the fourth grade, there were four of us who were all out in the woods together. We were all climbing trees. We were all up about 15 feet, and he fell. And on the way down, he was trying to grab branches, and by the time he hit the ground, he'd lost most of his ring finger. And uh, (laughs) every time I tell this story, I still picture it. It's 55 years ago. It still makes me laugh. Because he got up, and he's dusting himself off. He's going, I'm bleeding somewhere. I'm bleeding. 
I'm caught, I'm caught, I don't know what. <laughs> and my other friend says, look at your hand. And he, he screamed and he ran home. And we all climbed down and followed him, but none of us thought to look for his finger. About four days later, he's back in class, his hands all heavily bandaged up. We're learning about decimal points for the first time in our life. <laughs> he raises his hand, he says, I have 9.2 fingers. <laughs> Called him Niner for the rest of his life. <laughs> when I was a kid, everybody had a nickname. Every single kid, nobody went by their real name, and it was given to you by your friends, usually about a body part that was not flattering. <laughs> I had friends who were paunch, tater head, <laughs> lips, chin. Lips had big old Pete Davidson lips. Chin didn't have one. You know. We originally called him Viola because we knew he'd never play one. I had another friend in high school. He had a short right arm. It was just, it was fully functional, but it was just, it was a short kind of short arm on this side, right? So he had a big hand and a little hand. We called him Clock. Everybody called him Clock. The teachers called him Clock. He was Clock. Clock was awesome, too. He was in my second period algebra class, and we were supposed to be in our seats every day at 9 o'clock when the bell rang, but Clock would always wait out in the hall <laughs> until that bell rang, and he'd burst through the door every morning like this. <laughs> it was never not funny. Every single day, we waited for that moment and laughed for 10 minutes. One day we're sitting in class, the bell rings, and he doesn't come through the door. We're like, oh, well, that's weird. Where's Clock? You know, must be absent. Well, he was, he was tardy. <laughs> Ten minutes later, he bursts through that door like... <laughs> we laughed until 9.30. <laughs> and Clock was the best student in class, and uh, he was the, by far the best student in class. And every Friday, we had to race him in, on problems. The teacher would put problems up on the board. We had to compete against him. We called it Beat the Clock. <laughs> Nobody could beat him. He had that left hand going like this, and, and the eraser in his short hand. And like <laughs> One time in PE class, this is after class, we're in the locker room changing, right? And we had two new kids in, in class, and they were bullies. And they were bullying Clock. And uh, so Clock's in there, and he goes, I'm going to knock you out with this hand. And then he goes, boom, and knocks, <laughs> just spins this kid and knocks him out, just boom, hits the ground. <laughs> and then he turns the other one and goes, or this one. <laughs> and we hit that kid. You know, we all hooted and hollered, and the teacher came running out of his office. What's going on? What's going on? We said, well, these guys were bullying Clock, and he knocked one of them out. <laughs> and by then, this kid's kind of getting up, and the teacher just walks over and goes, you just got knocked out by a kid with a half arm. <laughs> Hope you learn to keep your mouth shut. And that was the end of it. Nobody got sent to the office. Nobody got suspended. Nobody's parents got called. Nowadays, Clock would have been the one that got suspended for throwing that first punch. And then you'd have to bring your parents and get an anger, anger management plan.
Well, I got angry and I punched that kid. That's the plan. Can you imagine now calling kids by their afflictions? Hey, here's my buddies, Blinky and Snort. Here's my other friend, Orphan. His parents were anti-vaxxers. Not accurate. That's uh, Brad Upton. Uh, got a lot of material, and we played a little bit this week. Welcome to the program. Hey, Stu, you... Okay. I am just about out of time here, so uh, I think we have... Is there anything else I wanted to do today? Yes, I uh, shine my shoes, tell you about some things that are going on in the community. Uh, uh, tomorrow, uh, Keith will be uh, playing tunes. He'll be doing the tune thing, so if you want to hear some... Great music from 10 to 2 tomorrow. He's going to play the biggest hits of the 50s and 60s and 70s. And welcome to the program. Hello. Hello, Stu. Yes, sir. Go ahead. Hey, uh, a caller before. It's just uh, nothing uh, that bad, but it just goes to show you how he called you a Trumper. When you have anything good to say about Donald Trump, just like the President of the United States, they categorize you into a different slot Yeah, which mm-hmm. you want there. What do you think? Hey, it's it's the environment that we have today. What can I tell Isn't you? Isn't there something? They, they, they paint everybody with a wide brush, I'll mm-hmm. tell you. Well, I think I've been fair talking about Trump, and people are certainly mm-hmm. uh, welcome to have a different opinion about it. But He was very nervous about the uh, Social Security. Let me tell you something, Stu. You can collect some security at 62 if you want. Yes. You get penalized. Right now you can, but, yes. But not the full. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of people who are collecting at 62 mm-hmm. because they want that money instead of giving it to the government, you know? Mm-hmm. But uh, that's all I got to say. Thank all right. You. Thank you. Well, all opinions are welcome on this program. And remember, ladies and gentlemen... Some things are still free these days. Think of some. What do we have here? The moon belongs to everyone. So far, so good. The best things in life are free. The stars belong to everyone. They gleam there for you and me. Feeling good now. The flowers in spring, the robins that sing. You can afford that. The sunbeams that shine. Do we have to share it? They're yours, they're mine. And love can come. Everyone, the best things in life are free. Tell us, honey, Mm. the moon belongs to everyone. You know, the best things in life are free. And the stars 
enjoyed that by the ink spots and uh, they will be a cover charge because I played that. Have a wonderful uh, well weekend. Be kind to each other.